the wheel of fate is turning. Rebel, one, action! Wellies Nerdy News on East Leeds FM. You win perfect. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Wellies Nerdy News for the month of November 2023. Good evening. Um, we're almost back end of the year. We, we have uh, Michael back, of course, um, Hello. for Hello. the show. We've had a few months of just a little bit of break and we've both been quite busy, it seems. Um, quite busy <laughs> playing maybe a few games as well. We'll talk about that when we get into the game section but if you don't know about the show obviously we cover all the latest gaming news and information we talk about what we've been playing and we talk about what's coming out for the well the month of november so um for the next few weeks or so but before any of that let's have a little bit of music before we get to our first section of what we've been playing and we're gonna have a bit of um the heralds of darkness from the old gods of asgard which is the fictional band that exists in the alan wake and control universe so let's have a listen to that now because maybe some game called alan wake 2 came out and it's really cool but yeah let's have a listen now and we'll We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. And we're back. Um, yeah, one of the songs from All Gods of Asgard. And I think Alan Wake actually stars in that song, as you could hear, the actual character. <laughs> um, oh, really? It's, I think it's from a bit in the story, which I'm not up to yet, so, but I've I've heard things. So apparently this music's really good <laughs> as part of that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's one of the games I've been playing. Should I talk about that, or do you want to talk about what you've been playing first, Michael? What's How do you want to go about this? Uh, I think, no, I think this is a great segue in talking about Alan Wake 2 yeah. uh, and, and what your thoughts on it are so far. So it's, far, yeah. uh, because it's a game I'm curious about, of having played the original, being a fan of the original game, um, but then also not quite exp- enjoying controls as much as everyone else. So I'm sort of All not right. sure where I stand on the rem- remedy side of gaming at the moment. But yes, yeah, uh, um, tell us how you're feeling about so this. Game. This is a sequel to Alan Wake, but you know, like Alan Wake was a bit of a sort of an adventure game, and this is a survival horror game through and through. This is more close to Resident Evil than anything else. Okay. This is like yeah, okay. more like close to Resident Evil Four. You've got like you're backtracking and exploring areas and stuff. Like no, Alan Wake was quite linear. Where you got to run. You got this thing chasing you, and this you do a bit of backtracking mm. and going far off, and you got all these maps and stuff for different areas. Um, okay. So that's quite unique. And then you have not only um, Alan um, Alan Wake as a character, but you got this other character as well. Um, what's her name? Not is it not Eid? It's uh it's a Norse. It's a Norse name that means something. I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh my god! But yeah, both of these characters are really cool, interesting. It's it draws a lot more from like Twin Peaks, like the other game did, but this from like the latest, the newer season of Twin Peaks, and it draws a lot from like these very like sort of like dark and gritty Norse um, um, Nordic um, dramas. If you've ever seen some of them or something, it's okay. It's, yeah, it's like all the color palettes are all like very moody and dark, and it's. It's interesting. We'll talk about it when we get to the Game of Year awards, but it's already been nominated for Game of Year, <clears throat> which also yeah. I'm not surprised um, for what I have mm. played so far. We get some more about resource management and stuff. You can't, like the first game, you can't exploit your flashlight where you have to, you can just like hold it and then you can let it recharge. If you do your mm. sort of, you do your ability to get rid of the shadows from the enemies, that takes a resource. You can't get that back anymore. Um, okay. So it's not as exploitable and you have to conserve your ammo. And I've gone into fights with like, five bullets and it takes five headshots to kill a basic enemy you have to shoot them five times in the head or like 15 times in the body to take them down and they're, they're dashing about all over the place so um yeah i've gone into fights where i'm like i have to escape or i have to go grab some resources somewhere and then come back for that fight um it's it's absolutely amazing it's really intense um it, do, you know, do you know what 
I might go on a limb here and say it's the best survival horror game of the year. I know, okay. I know, I know. We've got Dead Space, and I know we've got um, Resident Evil Four Remake, but if it keeps it up, it might be the best survival horror game of the year. Um, it's it just does little little tricks and stuff, and it really understands horror really well, um, even more so than the other two games, which is insane. Something because that, both, that both are fabulous. Um, mm. Yeah, I would highly mm. recommend That's it to strong. you. I know it's got relatively high requirements on PC, but it is also on PS5. And it, um, one downside from the PS5 version is I can clearly see the image reconstruction to build it up to like 2K or 4K. You can see like right. a little bit of graininess. I'm like, ooh, that's a bit rough. Maybe I play it in 30 frames. I'd rather keep it in 60 frames, of course, but I'm, I'm like, ooh, it's a little bit rough. Um, right. So that's sort of my initial impressions of it. Again, I'm probably, I'm in chapter two or three or something. I don't know how many chapters they are. Um, but what I am playing is it's absolutely amazing. And I'm, I might even go back to it tonight, actually. It's just because of how busy I've been myself. I've not had a chance to play it as much as it as I would like. But yeah, um, looks, it's, right. it's pretty, pretty darn good. I would highly mm. recommend it to you personally, mm. as a person. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so it's, it sounds, certainly sounds good. Um, I'm just curious about on the horror side of it. Is it actually scary or is it more just a case of it? It's yes, like it doesn't take tense survival scary. or something. It is oh, wow. actually okay. scary, which is nuts. For someone who doesn't mm. get scared easy, it is like I'm like, whoa, this is I mean, um just how they work with shadows, of course, because it's the most scariest thing is the things you don't see. And right, yeah, that, this yeah. game does a lot of what you don't see, and then when someone is there, it is there in front of you and it's it's hunting you down again. I mean it's like fifteen fifteen shots to kill a basic enemy, which is like a full clip and then some in some cases. So if it throws like two, three enemies at you, you're like, Oh, what oh what, no, I can't deal with this. I need to be tactical. It is. Mm. It's absolutely insane. Um, high recommendation. And once I finish it, I'll obviously comment on how it is and whether it will be my personal game of the year when we talk next year. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. No, it's fine. I figured let's, let's chat, chat that out. I mean, like story-wise, have you experienced most of the story yet or is it kind of a bit uh, a bit hidden from you right now? The story, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's leading on to Alan Wake 1 a little bit and it's developed its own story. Um, the story's relatively simple at the moment but i think it's going to do a few things not simple but it's relatively clean shall i say the story's really clean and you're like i see what they're doing here yeah it's continuous if you've not played on it one before and the american nightmare you might struggle a little bit um, but yeah, this doesn't feel like a sequel to Alan Wake, other than obviously being the narrative side of stuff and the sort of like the yeah, the shadows and the the locations. Um, okay. In a lot of ways, it feels like its own thing in even a bigger and better way. You know, what I mean? it's like Alan Wake was this like eight out of ten game for me. You know, fine or seven out of ten. This is like nine and ten. And um, as a big Alan Wake fan, you might really like that or you might really hate that. I'm not okay. too sure. Yeah, yeah, might just be personal preference on that one. But you know, cool, good stuff, good stuff. And um, yeah, don't worry about PC requirements because I have done an upgrade recently, oh. so I am, I am, I am all good on that front. Well, recently in the last in the last month, I think October, I upgraded my PC with the help of a mate to, uh, yeah, some, ne- some nice new specs, nice new graphics card, nice new processor, cooling, all that good stuff, new power supply. So I'm all set for. <laughs> I, I I can handle Alan Wake too. Um, good, good. Um, what games have you been testing with your brand new setup? That's what I want to know. Uh, well, before my setup, I could play Dead Space Remake, but it looked awful. I had to run everything on the lower settings to get a nice sort of 60 FPS sort of thing. And it was really badly stuttering. I entered all these different areas. Although that isn't really my PC. That's more just a PC port being um, a bit under-optimized in those sort of sections. So after the upgrade, you know, it's gone from, you know, lower settings 60 to higher settings with you know some good anti-aliasing and ray tracing on for 
about 140 to 160 it's 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 very smooth it's a very smooth experience it looks fantastic really nicely detailed really good lighting uh and yes some good effective scares um three chapters through on my original playthrough i got about six chapters or so through so yeah i'm looking forward to replaying all this with increased fidelity better performance it's way smoother um yeah it looks as what i've done to be testing it looks great and i've also checked out resident evil 4 um mm. with, with ray tracing on and also it runs a, a lot a lot smoother as well so that's looking it's looking pretty nice there's some good lighting every like here and there where you can, oh, yeah, you can, you can notice yeah Mm. When you got like you know enemies like carrying torches before, like obviously the lighting was was good anyway. But with that ray tracing on, it's like oh, actually you can sort of see that that lighting sort of reflecting off walls and stuff even better in the shadows and all that sort of stuff. It's like oh, yeah, real nice, real nice. <laughs> um, so that's what we've been testing it on so far, making use of all the graphics card. Whereas you know I've been playing the usual Forza Horizon games and experiencing them at crazy high frame rates because not they don't really use ray tracing but there's rasterization and they look yeah they look and run insanely well more so than before which was already pretty pretty good for uh my old gtx 1070 so it's uh yeah it's, it's looking pretty good good dude that's that's good to hear um mm. I'm I'm a console person, so I don't really go into the PC space. Occasionally, I'll buy a gaming laptop and stuff, and I'm probably due to maybe looking to get in some PC stuff next year. Or maybe I'll get that brand new OLED Steam Deck, maybe because that looks pretty mm. cool, mm. doesn't it? Um, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that in the news. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, we just you mentioned obviously Dead Space, Resident Evil, and some extent Callisto Protocol and Alan Wake. It's a really good time to be a survival horror, a horror fan. fan. It yeah, it seems yeah, like it's, it's like the, for that. this. I don't think we'll get many more years like this. Three no, outstanding no. games. Games uh, yeah. and Callisto Protocol, <laughs> um, mm. which was technically last year, but yeah, Callisto Protocol still really cool. I personally did like it. It had its problems, yeah, but whatever. Um, but yeah, um, um, it's also a good time of um, year to be a Spider-Man fan as well because Spider-Man Two um, recently came out. Um, um, my thoughts and feelings on this, I'm a little disappointed actually. <laughs> surprisingly, oh, okay, yeah, That's surprising. Um, it's. I, I like the first one. I like. I think the first one's pretty cool. I think Miles Morales is not as good, but it's not a big, as chewy game. You know what I mean? That's fair enough. And this one's probably even worse, maybe. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll get my feel, my thoughts out before everyone tries to attack me and goes, "Whoa, wow, that's my that's great." Um, yeah, it just feels like. You know, I mean, you've got you've got um, Peter Parker and he's doing his thing, and it just feels like Miles Morales is just there and he's not really part of the story and you've just got this character that just doesn't do anything and even comedy goes where where am i in this story you know what I mean? he's like yeah you know and peter's just gone nowhere he's gone off to do his own thing and he just he feels like he's a mcguffin and you've just got like heart so you've got 50 percent of your main characters just not doing much and then the okay. villain of um venom without spoiling anything just how they treat and betray that character is not what as a as an old Spider-Man fan, maybe don't from the nineties when Venom started becoming a thing. When you have your um, Todd McFarlane books, because Todd McFarlane was the guy who really grew Ven- Venom as a character, made him. Be- you know, he, he was people. Who, he was the person who drew Venom. When you think of Venom with the big teeth and the long tongue, it, that's his design. He's he obviously does. Mm. He obviously does all the Spawn stuff now. He's got his own studio. He's made lots of money from doing all that stuff, and just right. the betray the um, p- portrayal of that character and. What they try and do with it, I see what they were trying to do, but I just don't think it fits perfectly right. Um, okay. One one thing is, I do think Craven is absolutely fantastic in this game, absolutely mm. fabulous as a villain. Okay. Um, yeah. All his stuff is really good, and it, it feels like it's 
if you've ever read the comic book Craven's Last Hunt, it draws a lot from that, but makes it its own unique spin, and you can understand where this villain's coming from and like what he's trying to do. And you're like, ah, I, I see, you know, he's, I see why he's gone down this path and stuff. And then also the, just the side missions. Um, Peter's are like fifty percent good, but then Miles has like one good side quest and maybe two. Okay, and it's just like it means like all these side quests are really boring. And and like, do you remember the pigeon guy from the first game? Uh, loosely, yes. Yeah, the guy where he's like, "Oh God, catch my pigeons!" They bring him back and they do something with him, and it feels a bit, a bit weird and manipulative, and just like, "Oh, okay, right." And you, and they do this indie guitar thing, and it just, it just feels all like, I'm like, really. And then like the stealth elements as well just feel really downplayed. Like, there's like, there's it used to be all these different combat zones where you had to do stealth or you get close to having to do almost completely stealth, and this you just don't have to at all. Um. Yeah, um, unfortunately, a little disappointing. The stuff that still works, the web swinging, still really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the wingsuit's all right. It's, you know, I mean, it gives you a bit more momentum, a bit more speed, and switching from web swinging to web um, web gliding works really well. And I know some people were talking about like going. I, I think I originally said it as well. Like, just um, the web suit looks like it might be too good. The balance of that seems fine for myself. I've been happy with it, and the balance just seems totally fine. Um, but yeah, do you have any interest in this Spider-Man too? Obviously, I've talked down about it a little bit. I know everyone else seems to like it quite a bit, and I did. Yeah. I did lend it to someone, and they've gone, "Yeah, no, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it." I, I don't get your complaints. I'm like, fair enough. So, yeah, a lot of yeah. From what I've heard, um, yeah, people seem to be really quite happy with this game. Um, but some that see it as kind of like maybe slightly safe, as in like, well, yeah. you know, we, we've. They're kind of doing. You like Spider-Man? Well, here's more. Here's more of the same rather than doing anything particularly new to the table, um, in terms of what it does. I mean, the wingsuit is all is is cool and all, but some people say, "Ah, oh, well, now you're just relying on it a bit too much because yeah. now he's a sort I, I, of like." I thought that balance was totally fine. You know, so I, I I totally got mm. the balance. And it was fine for me. I didn't I didn't go. Oh, I'm, I'm not actually swinging much. It, it felt like I was doing the right amount. Hmm. Mm. But uh. Yeah, so I, I see I see that it's like usually good. People don't don't usually have massive problems with the game. Um, I think MJ's kind of interesting because some people feel like, well, now she can now she got taser and yeah. combat training. Why has she got taser and combat training? It just seems a bit. I think I think the idea that was going to make her sections less boring, which they are less boring. But why not just cut them entirely because they're still rubbish, you know? Yeah, I've not heard. I'm not, it hasn't been the the strongest element. It hasn't been. Oh, I really liked the, the MJ sneak sneak missions. It's been more of a you know, I like the big bombastic set of pieces with uh, either, you know, Peter Parker or Miles Morales as Spider-Man sort of yeah. swinging around and doing battles and stuff like that. So that's kind of the, the things that seems most positive. Um, do you think the location's any better? Because then obviously, you know, it's it's still New York, but yeah. are you getting much distinct differences between the different, different parts of New York City? Yeah, the, the new the sections, the new sections there are definitely feel a little bit more distinct and a little bit more low to the ground. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That, that, that sort of world design is based on New York. It's not necessarily the greatest world design in the world. It's serviceable. It's what you expect from a Spider-Man game. If he was in anywhere else but New York, it's not really a Spider-Man. Spider-Man game, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. they can't do too much with that. It's fine. You know I mean, it's not not the worst thing in the world. It's not the best thing in the world. It's just fine. It's something to get about. I'm like, yeah, I've got to go to this location, this area, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be great if. Well, they do go to one location for one little side quest actually, which is actually the really good Miles Morales side quest actually. But I won't spoil that for people. Um, um, but yeah, it's kind of what you expected. And yeah, safe in a way, but also safe and boring to to, to my to my 
feeling of it, basically. Okay. Safe and boring, but um, hey, what can you do? Speaking of safe and boring sequels, um, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. <laughs> um, um, I won't say it's boring, but it? a very, very safe sequel for sure. Very so, safe sequel. Okay. Yeah, it is um, very much the Hot Wheels Unleashed game again. So you, you know, you're actually playing these little plastic toys and it, the tracks look like the real the little plastic orange tracks you used to have as a kid or whatever. Um, the only thing they've really added is like, hey, you can now jump basically and do a side bash. And that's it, really. Um, in mm, some okay. ways, that's really cool because you can do what we can. You can do all the unique stuff. So, in like in the multiplayer, you can re- make really unique tracks where people have to jump over stuff and so on and so forth. But in the sort of main campaign, that's actually kind of gone quite negative because you used to have to use these shortcuts because you couldn't jump. You'd have to use certain shortcuts to take. You know I mean, do faster routes and stuff. In this yeah. one, they've added lots of checkpoints everywhere, so you can't cheat and just jump over the place. And that was half the fun in the sort of the main campaign in the other game. So okay. that's a little disappointing, but again, in the multiplayer, that's fine. You can do all the little cheats and shortcuts yeah. and stuff. Right, um, okay. But other than that, nothing much has changed. It's very, very safe. If you've played the first one, you don't need to play this one. If you're big into it, like I was the first one, actually, surprisingly, maybe pick it up, maybe wait for a discount. I don't know. That's I mean, that's all up on you, but it's fine. It's you know, it's, a, it's a safe 7, 8 out of 10 game, that's for sure. Um, okay, cool, yeah. cool. But that's um, they're the sort of big games I've been playing. Any other finals you want to go over before I go over like my final little bits because I'm still working a few games that have just come out. So, so I'll I'll quickly just say that um, yeah I've so I've done Resident Evil Four. I've completed separate ways. Um, the the DLC featuring um, looking into Ada Ada Wong's Ada Wong side of the side of the story. Um, and yeah, it's interesting. The oh, original yeah, Resident Evil. The original Resident Evil 4, um, separate ways, felt almost like a hard mode. I at least for me mm. it did, because I thought her campaign was like yeah. a lot harder than Leon's. Because you get a, in, a basic gun, a basic shotgun, you couldn't upgrade it or all, could you? Yeah, yeah exactly. You couldn't upgrade any of that. And also just the scenarios you get chucked into so early on, the enemies have to face, is kind of like they're kind of throwing more at you than... Than I did with Leon's campaign. I'm thinking of the cage match as well. Is also kind of I, I think that was a moment from the from the original separate ways, which I thought this is quite brutally difficult with the weapons I have and the resources that you have, um, and how much little health Ada has. Um, but uh, with the remake, it's interesting. It's a lot different. It's a lot mm. different to the to the original. Um, I'd which, use the word fleshed to... out. Would you use that? Um, yes, I would. In some ways, absolutely. Um, I think they've fleshed out. Funny enough, not necessarily Ada's character that much. I wouldn't have thought. No, no. But I, I reckon they fleshed out. Funny enough, they managed to flesh out Louis Sarah a bit more. Mm. Uh, in in what in what he's going through, and they've obviously added some more um some more surprises for for um for Ada's playthrough. For example. Um, obviously, I won't, I won't say which sections, but certain sections that were cut out of the original campaign of Resident Evil 4 re- remake have been popped in here. Yeah. So uh, I won't say which ones they are, but it's kind of interesting. So all the complaints about, oh, we're we missing this, this, that, and the other, they're actually they're actually there for Ada's campaign, and actually they're quite well in. They're actually quite nicely implemented I in my opinion. Quite nice nods too. Every single mm. note, don't they? I, 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 yeah. I, I, me and you were back messaging back and forth when you were playing it, and you were, uh, yeah. and you were like, oh, they did this, they did that. Yeah, they did and, this, they did and that. Just, yeah. And just you going through it, I just kept getting the messages. You noticed them all as well. It's just like that. It's that sort of understanding of like, yeah, we, you know, I mean. People really like them very specific sections for specific reasons and stuff, and mm. to get rid of them would be a shame. But 
we didn't really get rid of them. We just we snuck them off somewhere else to the side. But they definitely did. They, took, yeah. they, snuck, they definitely snuck them off. And uh, yeah, the the, the enemies that Ada fights, the a couple of the boss battles in, in particular yeah. are very good. I was very happy with them. I was like, that's yeah. really awesome. How I they like how they've done that. One of the boss fights to be um, a char- two characters in one into degree as well. Yes, cool. I, that was very cool. I was very happy about the reveal. Um, that was, yeah, it was really well done. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, Podge haven't played with uh, separate, separate ways for a couple of months. I'm just trying to jog my did, brain did as to how I felt about it. Did you play it. the mercenary stuff with like the new characters with Wesker and whatnot? Uh, no, I no. haven't actually. I haven't, I haven't actually played the mercenaries at all yet. Wesker's which ridiculous. Is I'll move on to. Yeah, um, I mean, from what I remember of the original, I think I remember Krauser being the ridiculous one, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how Wesker... Uh, he's just, he's just insane. He's just, yeah, <laughs> just play it. You'd be like, I'm doing what in a Resident Evil game? You know, it's it also feels a little bit more like Jack from Resident Evil. Is it Jack, his son from Resident Evil Six? Oh like yeah, okay. Quite like that. It's it's really cool. It's fun. It's really fun and silly. You know what I mean? It's not. You, if it was in the main game, it'd be terrible. But just as it is, it's just fun and silly. So yeah, yeah. And I, I like his his design as well, which is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. That that is cool. Um, and what I've done with the uh, separate ways campaign is that now I've unlocked the classic dress. I'm like, yes, she's oh, wearing yeah, the yeah. Cla- <laughs> she's she's wearing the classic ball gown from the yeah. from the from, from the first one because that is how it should be. <laughs> it, it, it looks a little ridiculous, but yeah, yeah, not of course it does. It it looks stupid in the original, but it, yeah. but goddamn, it has to go back in. <laughs> yeah, no, because nostalgia again. Lots uh, lots of fun nods in that DLC, and it's just. It, they, yeah. re- they really understand <laughs> the sort of yeah what's going on with the characters and like what Resident Evil means to to, to everyone. You know what I mean? They they know they have to. This thing seems ridiculous. They have to do it some way or another, and they they did it in in that yeah in that sense. Yeah. And, and they had some little fun new things in there as well. It's it's really cool. Um, yeah, mm. it's it's. I think the Resident Evil Four remake as a whole has shown you can remake a perfect game. <laughs> <laughs> and make a pretty darn almost as perfect game as well. Yeah. Maybe even more perfect from showing some people's opinions. But I can't yeah. wait to they said winter still for that Resident Evil um remake VR mode. So hey, next few months I'll be playing Resident Evil 4 in VR. I'll see if I can do a yeah. knife only run. I think that'd be funny in VR. <laughs> that'd, be that, that one up. Uh, that, that'd be that'd be crazy. You have to repair that thing all the time. Yeah, or maybe you can um, just have like fifty of the little butter knives or whatever, and you just stab yeah, people or whatever. Yeah. I think that'd be yeah, silly. Yeah. Um, yeah um so yes very happy, very happy with that um trying to think what else i've played i have played a bit of Clisto protocol mm-hmm. um and this is where we'll we'll probably have differences of opinion yeah. i'm not blown away by it i don't find it scary oh, really? i find oh. it i don't I, there's nothing about it that scares me there's like opportunities of where going oh this would be brilliant this would be so good like they like they set up this one section that I've just played through where everything was really foggy in the ground it's like I can't see a thing yeah and you're hearing noises everywhere it's like oh hey up I was collecting attention this is good and then I pressed a button the fog went away and nothing happened I went Ugh. oh yeah. come on that, that was a brilliant moment uh, yeah. to actually have have something happen um and I'm just let me think. What? What? Why do I find it scary? Like the the death scenes are fantastic. Oh, yeah, probably, they're probably, ridiculous. They are ridiculously like over like over the top, like brutal executions, which are very horrific to look through the first time. Um, after a bit, you know, especially if you get you know die over and over in like a certain section. For example, like a certain cut scene, not cut scene, but um, set piece where I'm trying to get through. And I just keep messing up and getting cut in half by a fan. It's like, well, kind of skip this now because there's just no need. I'm like, yes, I got it wrong. Just let me go back. Um, 
and let me think what else. Um, I mean, yeah, sometimes it's just like I just end up getting frustrated. I don't, I don't end up feeling horrified, just getting like annoyed at the the encounters because either it's like one on one, it's like yeah, this is fine, just dodge left, dodge right, then and then hit, and then dodge left, dodge right, hit again, and then do some other things, then maybe get a, a gun in there. They're like the really frustrating like spitting enemies that do my oh, that yeah, yeah. do actually do my head in dealing with them because they'll always spit at you when you're dealing with somebody else, which then works off so much health. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. But when there's like, there's like big arena combat things, it just it doesn't really feel like it works out well for me. It just because mm. you got the, the guy at the back spitting at you, you've got two people like just dog prowling on you. I can't heal because he takes about ten minutes to heal himself. <laughs> it's just there's just ah, it's frustrating. It's sure. it's it's. It's it's annoyingly frustrating combat, but I also want I also kind of like a bit of me going. Well, I'll keep going and see see how I feel about yeah about the story and stuff. I'm like I I feel like I'm halfway through and I'm sort of going I don't know I I'm not really getting much from this at the moment. So at the moment I'm sort of a bit like yeah. I think my response to this game is very meh, sort of middle of the road sort of feel, but it's not I don't know. It's not really growing me like that. that it looks great. The, the animation is fantastic, but it, as a game to play, it just feels a bit of a slog at the moment it doesn't quite feel right also i just like i like to i, I like the I, like, I somewhat like the fact i can carry so much stuff but i feel like i can't really don't know is there is there a map in this game i don't remember using a map uh, no i don't think there's a map no you so probably don't need one but it's all pretty linear isn't it <laughs> i mean it yeah it's pretty linear but at some points where i'm like wait where is the thing that i was like i saw some ammo back in this room which i can't remember how to get back to it now and i'm oh, sort right, of yeah. messing around like fumbling around in the dark nothing happening I was like, Ugh, okay, I'll just move on then. And then, yeah, he just kind of moved right on along. Um, so, yeah, not sure. Um, nah. Not not too keen on it. I might do the best of it. But then again, I didn't really pay much for it because I think I got it as part of the, yeah, you know, course, the October yeah. PlayStation Plus things. I thought I'd pick it up then and at least give it my, my fair shake. But I've only done six hours, so I may keep going every now and again on this one, but... I'm not getting a massively yeah. impre- not a massively impressed to start off with. Yeah, that, that's my reaction. I, I was more positive than it on most, wasn't I? If I remember correctly. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I still think it's all right. It's not obviously it's not as good as Dead Space remake. It's not as good as Resident Evil Four remake. It's not as good as Alan Wake Two, of course. But um, mm. during the time it came out, I think it was just it was the winter Christmas time, and I was just like, "Ooh, I popped this in. I played it for like a day or two. I'm like, that's nice. You know what I mean? Nice little bit of horror game." Um, but yeah. Um, I can understand the complaints of it. it. Does yeah, the combat does feel frustrating for a lot of people. I I my, I thought it was not frustrating. I I, I thought it was challenging. Um, I, mm. in terms of you got to manage like w- which enemies come for you and when and stuff like that. But may, maybe that's just me. Um, but yeah, I know some people are frustrated by it. Um, one game that's been frustrating for me actually is um, Project Wingman, which is this really cool oh. um sort of ace combat clone game, which I'm like, oh hell yeah, um, and it's it's got VR support. The, the frustrating thing is it doesn't have full VR support. It's got VR support for this new campaign. The original PC version has full VR support for the full campaign, but for the PSVR 2, it doesn't. And oh, that's really that's frustrating. The, that's missions you play, the missions you play in this VR, though, I've only played like two or three of them, are so good in VR. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, when we talk about the Game Awards, we're talking about like the best VR games this year. I was like, you know what? PlayStation has some of the best ones, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah, absolutely, absolutely amazing, this new new exclusive campaign, but like the original game doesn't have it as well. So I'm hoping that gets patched in and uh, there's been a reason why they've not done it yet, maybe. I don't know. Um, because it got like stealth announced and released, and that's always a bad sign. Usually it's like, oh, this thing's out. So I bought it and went, oh, it's only this campaign that's in VR. 
Right. Okay. Right. And then it was, I saw Twitter people were kicking off because they were, they were all so annoyed. I don't see if there's been a response to it yet. Um, but yeah, um, on the plus side, you know what I mean? I, I wasn't frustrated that I, I... Some people were frustrated with the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection that came out, but um, the games themselves are pretty cool. So I replayed Metal Gear Solid 1 um, over the space of, I think, maybe two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that game's special. <laughs> <laughs> Even a game from 1998 is still very, very special. Um, you ever played Metal Gear Solid 1? Uh, I've played played bits of it at one point in my life. I think we yeah. did actually wait. We went to the went to this like gaming oh, convention yeah, like, yeah, years yeah. ago, and I think I've played like a little bit of it on like this on like did I play it on like PlayStation? That was I think it's one. I think it's yeah, yeah, like an, an, an old um, I want to say CRT screen, yeah, but I don't yeah. think that's quite correct. Yeah, but, but, CRT, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember playing the first section and not not being very good at it. Then I think we moved on to like Zelda um, yeah. on the GameCube nearby, and that was was pretty cool. But yeah, no, that's 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 really cool. Um, yeah. Good to, good to hear about I'm that. Big Metal Gear Solid fan, but I've not played the first mm. game since what finished it at least since what like 2010, 2012 or something. It's just yeah. it's still really amazing. It just does lots of really unique things, and just it's just it's. Even even today, there's just games that are just not built like it <laughs> in many ways, um, and it's it's relatively like eight to ten hours long, not even that, maybe six to eight. Um, if if you've never played the Metal Gear games, I know the Master Collection isn't the greatest, I mean, part job in the world. Um, I still highly recommend picking up this collection for any new fans who want to get into Metal Gear because it's a really easy way to get in, and you not only get the Metal Gear Solid one, you get two and three as well, and then you get like the Metal Gear one and two games, and then you get the you get like Technically, it's, it looks like it's only three games, but it's eight games you get, or something ridiculous, and then all the like additional content. You get like sketchbooks, master books of like you get you get full on script books, so you can read the entire script as well of the game. <laughs> we want to, which yeah. Is nuts. Yeah. It just <laughs> um, yeah, the parts themselves not so great. The collection as a whole, lots of great, great little additives and stuff, which is lovely. Um, but yeah, uh, any f- people who want to get into Metal Gear are laps Metal Gear fans just go buy it because it's, it's wonderful and no doubt they'll do a collection too which includes Metal Gear Solid 4 which is that'll be the first time that game's ever been ported off PS3 um, <laughs> so and that right. game that game's wild in its own sense I, I played that game like last time I played that game must be like five six seven years ago it's just wild it's ridiculous in the in the best way possible so yeah check out the Metal Gear Mask collection and also I, I just picked up yesterday the Mario RPG and Persona 5 Tactica played like half an hour Mario RPG last night in bed that was fun and all but yeah I think that's it for all the games we've been playing so um, speaking of Metal Gear Solid 1 I have to play the credits song which is um, the best is yet to come mm-hmm. which is absolutely fabulous piece of music so let's have a listen to that now and we're back so yeah that's from the original Metal Gear Solid soundtrack um, the best is yet to come um, all the lyrics are actually in Gaelic um, oh right it's, yeah it's quite an that's interesting choice much, actually. It's... yeah it is an interesting choice was that a song maybe it sounds like a song maybe playing maybe during credits or maybe like towards yeah, like an... a it's the yeah. credits, it's the outro song. It's mm. it's quite an emotional song, especially just how that game yeah. ends and stuff. Yeah. And then just while that's happening, they're talking about, obviously, there's so many nuclear... From 1998, it's saying like there's so many nuclear warheads still left in the world and stuff like that. Because all these games are like, they're war games, but they're very anti-war, <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's, yeah, Metal Gear is something special, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for that Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. Um, even though I'll play the original part as well and then what, whatever comes next but without Hideo Kojima it's going to be very interesting for sure but hey mm. we still mm. have all the great games and they're all coming back anyway so keep yeah, keep keep an eye on them and if you're not playing them just play them 
one way or another, if you don't like the Metal Master collection, just emulate and port them, whatever, you know what I mean? Play them. Oh, sort of stuff. Um Because mm. if the mm. games are there, play them. Um, if there's some games on your PS Plus Essentials list, um, you might want to play them. What are the PS Plus Essentials for November 2023, Michael? Well, let me go and pull that up for you. I believe it is... Uh, oh, dang, where, where's it gone? I've got so many tabs open. <laughs> right, yeah, here, here it is. Um, so we've got Aliens, Farty Elite, and we have Mafia 2 Definitive Edition, and we also have one more, I believe, if I keep scrolling Dragon Ball down. Breakers. Dragon Ball Breakers. Uh, yes, we Dead do. by Daylight Dragon Ball game, <laughs> which is very interesting Day. choice. Where huh. asymmetrical, where one of you plays as the villain, and then the rest of you plays like people are running away from the villain. Ah, right, right, right. Yeah. Got yeah. So, yeah, from memory, Fighting Elite is like a very much like a, a co-op sort of, I, I guess, a co-op shooter. Yeah. I guess, I, I don't want to say loot shooter, but I think it's more like it's a, as a, it makes more sense for you, like a survival shooter where you got hordes of uh, space marines versus the... Um, Versus yeah, the classic alien alien, alien uh, enemies that you might come yeah. xenomorphs that you come across. Yeah, very so very very cool things. Um, as well as Mafia Two Definitive Edition, which I've also like I've like nice. I've got the first Definitive Edition and the second now, so, yeah, yeah, so I've got same. them both in my actually, library now. I finished so I think about six months ago the first game Definitive mm, Edition. Mm. I think I might have the third one, but I don't know if it's Definitive Edition or whatever. But yeah, um, I think all three of them over the years have now been on PS Plus. So. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the case actually. I can't remember if I've got the third one, but. You could very well be right because yeah, yeah. So that's that's all available to you. And I think, not sure how Mafia Two performs in relation to the first one, but um, yeah, from the original one, I guess it's kind of very similar to um, it's very similar to kind of like maybe GTA in terms of its third person sort of perspective and they're driving around and stuff and the mechanics of it all. But uh, it has it's meant to have more of a Emphasis on the story than I guess Graph of Thought would do. But yeah. anyway, um those are your games for November on the PlayStation store. Um and I guess we'll move on to something slightly different. Maybe another another thing coming this month. Uh, well, oh, oh yes, yeah. A Dragon Dog Dogma wow. Dragon's Dogma Two Showcase coming back in this month, like the twenty eighth of November. So just mm. before all the Game Awards stuff. Um, but unfortunately, you probably don't need to know much because it kind of got uh, leaks that the release date's going to be March twenty fourth. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, which is interesting. And then also Capcom are also saying they've also got another unannounced title that will also come by the end by the end of March twenty twenty four. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, two big Capcom games coming up. What are your feelings on this Dragon's Dogma? Have you seen some of the gameplay that's been shown off over the last couple of months? I don't think I have. You yeah. know, I think I think I've, I think we kept away from it. But do you want to do you want to first? Yeah, I'll on talk that, a little bit about like that a... while you do some quick googling because it's really cool. Um, so yeah, Dragon's Dogma One was this like hit game from like twenty. I think it was twenty eleven, but it was before Resident Evil Six because the original game came with a Resident Evil Six demo. If I remember correctly, and that was the main buying point for for myself. I was like, yeah, I want to play Resident Evil Six. And then Resident Evil Six turned out to be Resident Evil Six, and it turns out Dragon's Dogma was a really good game anyway. So <laughs> uh, that didn't go the way um, I expected it. So, but Hey, uh, um, Dragon's Dogma is really cool. Um, so yeah, cool. Dragon's Dogma's it's just it's a very much a I want to say a basic fantasy, but just very you know what I mean, it's very just swords and sorceries, a little bit of dark fantasy in there about you know what I mean. You got to fight a dragon, but the dragon stole your heart, and it seems like this second story it has that going on as well. But then they've got this weird race of cat people coming into it as well, and the combat mechanics seem even more in depth. Like I've seen someone playing like as like a a warrior that does magic, so he's got this massive staff pole and he's like flinging around a little bit like um 
um, the other Capcom game, Monster Hunter. So it's, it's not not as Monster Hunter-y, but yeah, it seems like you've got a bit of more in-depth combat, which is really cool. And, right. and you can still do all the silly stuff like pick up a goblin and throw him off a cliff and pick up or pick up a companion, throw them off a cliff, that sort of stuff. And you can play classes that latch onto monsters. So monsters go flying up into the air and you still latch onto this monster, hacking away at it. Hopefully it dive bombs into the ground and you don't fall off and that sort of stuff. Or if you fall off, your, your companions have been working with other AI companions to then be able to catch you or something in the air, which is just all this really cool stuff. It's... Um, if you're into your sort of your high fantasy games uh, and even a bit of dark fantasy, this is definitely one to look out for. Even if you've not played the first one, I don't feel like you have to have played the first one likely to play this one because the story is the first game not that in depth. Again, it's just dragons taking your heart and you need to now go grab your heart back off the dragon, kill the dragon. Oh, okay. Very, okay. very, very simple story in all honesty. Um, the characters <laughs> around the story are pretty cool. There's some interesting characters that were in the first game. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the actual story itself overall narrative, just very simple. And then they added a really cool expansion and it got ported to the ps4 and xbox and i think actually about a year ago it got ported to the switch as well the first game so it's available in most places um so definitely have a look at that if you're excited but maybe even just wait for this second one because the second one looks like it's doing all the things the first one did but bigger and better for sure so yeah oh, like like um, a good sequel would yeah. do yeah but and again cool. it has a lot of the people who made devil may cry 5 on the team so you know and definitely mm. people are pretty damn good at making combat really cool and really slick yeah so yeah, yeah. Your feelings on Dragon's Dogma, Michael? Have you played? I can't remember if we said you've played much at first one, or if you are interested in the second one. Yeah, no, I've, it's it's a it's a, an unknown franchise to myself. Oh, it's wow. an unknown un, unknown game to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I've still got to play uh, Devil May Cry Five. I've got oh, nice. I, it's, it is it is on my Steam library. On uh, uh, you know my Steam library, so it's one of the games I'm, I might be playing soon. I know that I'm also going to be planning on playing different game metro exodus as well because mm. that's got some nice ray tracing stuff on it and i can i can now play it really well with my current system so <laughs> yeah that's another one another nice one to have a look at but uh yes about to visual point it might be one that i need to look at some gameplay yeah. of and then see if that's something that might pique my interest as well uh before i before, before i go for it um in terms of this unannounced title do you reckon do you think capcom um would be adding a new title to like an existing series or do you think they're going to maybe announce a new IP if they're feeling brave enough do you think it just says major new one a nice title which says to me unannounced maybe Resident Evil 9 maybe I'm trying to think it's Mm. Resident Evil 9 it could be it could be it could be Dino Christ again it's really weird because they're saying it's major announced but we've got like three or four months so it's got to be announced at the Game Awards I imagine there's nowhere else it would probably be announced um yeah could it be new monster hunter is, is it time for the new monster hunter yeah it's been four or five years and it's since the iceborne expansion i know they had that obviously or the switch that's... one in between or maybe that's maybe, maybe that's looking more likely because when i'm thinking yeah. of like resident Evil, like oh it's not been that long since resident evil village i don't yeah. know if they unless it's as boring as we are now working on resident evil 9 yeah. it's like oh but cool if, okay if you think but... about it yeah resident evil village was two years ago Last year was Resident Evil 4. And then the so, year before Resident Evil Village was Resident Evil 3. So it's almost an annualised franchise. It is almost that that, yeah. that, that way, in, 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 I guess. But I'm just thinking, damn, yeah, did, did, will the developers be a bit stretched if they were to do a, a new Resident Evil game the next yeah. year? It depends what team's been working on it because maybe they've had, not the Resident Evil 8 team, but a different team working on it. That's why I'm thinking cycling of teams. I have no idea. He's, yeah, it could, it could be, open, again... Yeah. It could be Resident Evil, because we know the Resident Evil, there's been leaks of Resident Evil 9 of, in terms of like what it's about and stuff. It's, not, it's like sort of like Wiccan, um, sort of transforming creatures thing going on in like the woods. 
we know that's what it's about um and it's going to bring oh, okay. going to bring the end to some storylines with Chris Redfield and so on and so forth um we know there's a monster hunter world 2 in the works that's been sort of, sort of leaked um and then I'd love it to be a Dino Crisis remake as an example I think that would be um, really cool but yeah it could be anything and everything but at the same time they've got Dragon's Dogma out that time so I'm wondering if they they maybe delay it to April or they delay Dragon's Dogma to April depending on which ones would sell better just to have that financial year end of year boost or start of year boost thing mm. I won I really wonder yeah they said they said major so that's it means it's relatively big it's not um, I don't think it's a Mega Man 12 digital only game sort of situation as an example I don't think mm. that would be it. Um, and Capcom, I've been growing as well. So like they've done 11 straight years of growth. So they're expecting, I imagine, this game to push their, this last year or next year up in growth as well. So um, yeah, good good on Capcom. And they also been apparently paying their um, staff right. Everyone got like pretty much everyone got an average of 30 percent pay boost over the last year. So hey ho, good stuff from Capcom. That's good. That's yeah, good. Releasing good games, looking after their good staff, and not exploiting people for too much money, other than a bit of Street Fighter stuff. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that's a, that's like a, quite a little bit of section of Capcom news. Any other news took your fancy, Michael, when you were looking? Um, whilst I was having a quick browse through, I, I had I had a quick look at the at the Black Friday stuff and going, mm. okay, is actually anything worth looking at here or anything that I think would be we worth picking up? One thing that has caught my eyes: if you after a PS Five, now's a pretty yeah. good time to get one for a reasonable price. I'm looking at Argos recently and. You can get just a PlayStation 5 disc version for 390 quid more or less. Wow. Or if you want the bundle, you can, you've can. you got a couple of bundles available to you, but I'd recommend probably just Spider-Man 2, one of the three. I've got Modern yeah. Warfare 3, which is probably one, <laughs> it's been rated incredibly low. You've got you know, F, F, the FIFA FC 24 uh, game, the football game, which yeah. uh, I don't know. I've only got Spider-Man 2 one, so I think of those three, I could probably recommend Spider-Man 2 as being the yeah. game the game you should see for four hundred pounds basically for that bundle. Um or if you want you can just get the console for three hundred and ninety and that's that's good. that's quite that's quite a good deal version. actually. Is that the disc version as well? That's a disc yeah. version too actually. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. I imagine they're getting rid of the PS5s because they've obviously got the new slim PS5 coming out. I imagine this is they just do. sort of the final lot of stock they want to get that out of the way so they can push this brand new this, this, slim this PS5 slim and stuff. Have yeah. you have you seen much of the slim one? I've seen a, like a teardown of it yeah. from one from one of the tech channels. And uh yeah they've, they've reduced the size a little bit. They got like this uh, still more looks, glossy design yeah, to it. Like, it still looks good. Thinner, yeah. but it's still as tall, almost, isn't it? Almost as tall. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I still don't like the sort of fins, but I think they've maybe committed to that design now. Unfortunately, until I wonder what like the I mean, PS5 Pro would look like. Does it have like two lots of fins or something? I, 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 I've yet to find out. It doesn't look like a like a bad console, I suppose. No. Uh, and it doesn't. And crucially, that the heating doesn't isn't hasn't suffered too much of a, no. as a result from the original. So. It's kind of like I, I'm. I'm not. I'm kind of confident in going. Actually, you know, it's not not terrible to get a PS5 then, but you know, yeah. uh, it's not actually. As you say, it's not actually that much smaller in height. It's more yeah. the 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 width has been taken down a little bit, and it's been slightly condensed to maybe I'd say seventy five percent of its original yeah. size, rather, rather, rather than anything smaller than that. Um, but anyway, I figured that's quite something. Anyway, that sort of sale is quite good to highlight. Um, I mean, there's a couple of games which can be had for quite a decent price. Just looking at this, especially for the Xbox side of things, actually, they've got mm. a couple of sales on a few games. And one, what I thought was quite good, is you can get, you know, 
get some games quite cheaply. You can get the you can get the board you can get the Borderlands Pandora's box collection, which is kind of like literally all the Borderlands games with their spin off and add ons for forty pounds instead wow. of the one hundred and twenty three. So if you if you're a big fan of Borderlands, that's quite a good one. Yeah. I can um, get the Borderlands franchise over Christmas. There you go. That's all games you'll ever need. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean even the Mass Effect Legendary Legendary Edition is uh, twelve pounds, which oh, is wow. Which is quite which is looking pretty That's four sweet. pound a mass effect game um, four pound a mass effect wow. game which has also been re- redone with some redone visuals and stuff yeah. as well and then also whilst i'm looking at this uh this web page there's also some other games that are going for dirt cheap you got xcom 2 collection for eight quid or you got hellblade going for 374 which is excellent for that game or I mean, Bioshock the collection is still actually a little bit, I don't know, eight, eight pounds. I mean, oh, that's yeah. not that's Three not terrible eight, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure we'll come into it and in the next month with our sort of recommendations for the year. But again, Black Friday is just around the corner, so if you're looking for some good deals now and you know what you're getting, go at it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, those games look pretty good. I mean, there's a couple of ones where it's like. Yeah, you can get this game for like ten or fifteen percent off because it's like a recent release. It's like, yeah. uh, okay, so it's, it might might not be a, a massive thing for you, but yeah, who knows? But I figure those were quite nice ones that I thought I'd highlight. Yeah, some good digital discounts. I'm sure there'll be some physical games on discounts soon. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of physical games, um, a game that I didn't think was get a physical copy, and I, um, I won't say That'd panic bought. I didn't say panic bought it, but I. I was like, I need to play this game, and I'm glad I did. Um, I'm still playing it now. Is Baldur's Gate um, 3 is getting a physical release um, the start of next year, Q1 next year, so January, February, March. You know, the time mm. when like all the other games are coming out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've already spoke to a friend, he's like, yeah, I'm going to buy it physically, but I like selling my games, so I will sell you my physical copy if you wish after I'm done with it. So I'm like, yeah, brilliant, I'll do that. And this is for okay. $70 or, uh, $80 or 80 euros. It's a physical copy of the game, which is three discs on Xbox Series X and two discs discs on ps5 um and then mm-hmm. one disc containing a cd key on the pc and install the file <laughs> um, for the pc and you download the rest of it yeah 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 um but obviously it's not just um it's not just it's a deluxe edition this is eight quid i don't think they're doing a regular um edition which fair enough but it includes a world map an original soundtrack of three discs wow i didn't read that a mind flayer poster so if you're um attracted to the mind flayer like the characters in the game you can have that on your wall <laughs> um, <laughs> if you really want yeah yeah and you can caress it caress the picture of the mind player um <laughs> uh, the deluxe edition box designed to match the previous games oh so it's like a big pc box style game ah yes yeah um 32, oh, I see, actually, it's quite 32 cool. stickers two patches and then a bunch of digital extras so digital sound box digital D character sheets so if you want to actually play a D session with these characters you can do which is really cool i like that yeah um, and then it's dlc for the game and so on and so forth you have to pre-order it directly from their website so if my friend doesn't pre-order this i think i will order this for myself in january um um, yeah, and this is obviously one of the games that's big nominated for the Game of Year awards and other various Game of Year awards that are not the D Game of Year awards. Um, I've been giving mm. it quite a few awards already, um, so expect this Definitely. thing to maybe clean up um, and maybe even just sell out during <laughs> the Game Awards. So uh, maybe get your hand on it sooner rather than later. But yeah, what your, what your feelings have this getting finally getting a physical release? Um, you're not the physical person so much as me, but yeah, I want to hear your opinions on it. I like I like actually the the thing that I like most is that the, the digital edition box the deluxe edition box looks kind of cool because yeah. yeah like you said it does it does genuinely actually match what like the side the side and the and the front looks very reminiscent of the I had Baldur's Gate Tales of Sword Coast for like so basically the original game with a couple yeah. of DLCs on that one as well um, and then also the second one and they both and it looks 
it looks exactly like that. Just yeah, with obviously the new design for Bosnia Three as opposed to the the first two. Um, yeah, that's really cool. I mean, the things with the stickers, I can kind of eh, don't worry about that. All the patches, it's like don't worry about that. Yeah. I don't, I don't really, I don't really care about that. But um, but yeah, it's nice to have. Um, yeah, it's nice to have that physical edition, physical physical editions up there, rather than just having something digital to, yeah. to hold on to. Like, I mean, even though yes, my I I usually have just a massive Steam library. I do have on like for, for like physical, yeah. for, I've got some physical games from the years gone by for PS2 and PS3, and like I've got I've still got the um I've still got Doom for twenty Doom twenty sixteen for PS4 just physically because I just think it's that good a game. Yeah despite the fact that I've also got it on Steam and obviously I will play it on Steam but you know if for some reason it never gets hosted again so well no, at least I've got it on the, the PlayStation 4 I can easily enjoy it on there um, so there's a few games that I keep um, a physical connection uh, physical version of but yeah no, this one's very cool this, this is a this is a nice way to uh, keep hold of this product for yourselves absolutely nice and also Larry officially announcing the Xbox version will release on December 7th during the Game Awards so if they win like tons and like people on the Xbox just get to play it that day, that's pretty pretty clever on them, I say for sure. So yeah, the Xbox yeah. version's coming out that day. I seem to remember them having a problem with the yeah, Xbox it was, Series S. It though. was the Xbox Series S couldn't do split screen. And this is the first game because they went directly to Microsoft and went, Yeah, you don't have to put split screen in the Series S version. Um, oh really? So yeah. They they broke their rule of Series X and S compatibility just for this one game because yeah, it's it sold well, and lots of people talking about it even still. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that when we get oh, into the game awards, no doubt. But yeah, um, yeah. If you you not play Baldur's Gate three yet, are you interested in getting this physical copy, or are you you definitely going to just get a digital copy, or what's? Hmm, I'm not. I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure Ooh. which one I'll which one I'll be picking up. But uh, good yeah, to have options, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I might, I might review it. Maybe I might review it in a couple of months and see what see where we're at, yeah. and then then see what I fancy. Got a few games in my backlog that I want to quickly nip through before I get stuck into Baldur's Gate Three. <laughs> it's one of those things as well that I I do like um the like the first one and the second one I do like Dungeons and Dragons to an extent. So I kind of wonder how I get on with this one, mm. but um but no, I have heard good things. And it's, it's if, if anything. I might even get this on PS5 eventually because oh, wow. I've got a friend who already has this on PS5 and he's big into D&D as well. Oh, you can play it so it might be air. it might be one where I go, well, why don't we just do a campaign together and yeah. we'll all we'll choose characters and we'll join in and have like gaming sessions using that instead. Oh, man. Um, so yeah, that might be where I go with that game, even though it does seem like a PC game, but it's like, well, it's yeah. a PS5 version. I haven't heard too many bad things about that, so... Yeah. No, it was yeah. fabulous on PS5. In all honesty, mm-hmm. I think I think at launch it had a bit of screen tearing at the bottom of the screen when I was moving through areas, and that's it really. Right at the, like the bottom tenth of the screen, yeah. I, I noticed it. And that's because I've got a massive TV, so I noticed that. Um, but yeah, I like yeah, I like these physical single player slash yeah, semi multiplayer games. What I don't like is um, live service games, and thank God maybe um, Sony has oh, announced yes. they're delaying slash cancelling half of their planned live service games. Uh, which I mm. think um, anyone with two sets of eyes could realise was a bad thing that they were planning to have live service games when Sony are mainly known for these single-player, big-budget, blockbuster games, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're more well-known for that. And um, they were they're originally going to have uh, 12 live service titles already launched and released into the market uh, end of fiscal year on 2026, so in yeah, about three, uh, just three over years, yeah. three years' time. Three-year well, year, pretty much, yeah. Time. Yeah, um, 
and uh yeah we've reduced this by half um just because they wanted to because um they wanted a i think what was this they wanted their portfolio review um when they partnered with bungie um, yeah. So some of the projects have been scaled back as a result. It's because Punji um, understand life service games and they probably looked at half and went, we struggled with Destiny when, to work. How are you going to make this work, you know, sort of situation? Yeah. Yeah, perhaps so. Um, but they wanted the, yeah, they wanted, according to uh, like the CRO and the CFO, they wanted like game quality to be the, the most important mm. <laughs> like aspect. And apparently it just doesn't seem like the services are quite good to meet those at least all 12 of them anyway yeah. um which also includes that last of us online game which was like shown ages years ago wasn't it i feel i, I feel think like i remember last, i think it showed last game awards or like the year before german game awards thing or whatever yeah it was yeah. like years ago but it definitely was during a game of the year what game of the year was was like oh yeah. we've got some new last of us news we've got this on multiplayer here's a screenshot yeah it was neil Druckmann came out and it's like oh and people went oh yeah that's california and then that's it really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. should, um, maybe last um, last of us team should stick to remastering and remaking their games over and over again. <laughs> um, I mean, I can I I can talk about that in in a second absolutely because yeah, I've yeah. actually got some clarity in that one, um, which okay, actually makes on. it where actually might make more sense of the quote unquote remastering uh, last of us part two. Where really in my eyes is like okay, it's not a remaster, then it's just it's the PS5 version of last of us part two um, as opposed to the. PlayStation 4 version, which you, which is already sort of out yeah. uh, in the wild, um, but yeah, it looks like they're doing a portfolio review of all the 12 games, and they're just going, eh, it's not quite, not no. quite up to our standards. So they're going to scale back to six for the time being, um, and go go from there. Obviously, you know, me and you aren't big fans of no. live, live service games. I mean, so especially when you're talking quality, it's like, yeah, you want to increase quality. I know you can increase the quality. Don't make it a live service game. There you go. Mm. But there are loads of examples of this that kind of fall by the wayside. I mean, ironically, I do I do still play like there are notably two live service games that I'm I'm playing a lot, which is basically the Forza Horizon games because yeah. of, of the although to be honest with you, it's not really very creative things really. But what we're doing is like every every week there's like it's like you know just basically they just randomly roll out like it, it, I can better see this being an algorithm when they go okay we're gonna do this very series of these random three races yeah. and you know the category will be drum roll eighties muscle cars from this from this from this yeah. generation or whatever and then I just have fun doing that and playing random series and stuff but anyway um yeah but there's other like live service games which just don't really work too well um like obviously like. What's that one? I can't remember the name of it. I mean, like how um, they just recently made a Crash Bandicoot multiplayer life service game. <laughs> it's like did what? they? I, I, I yeah. know. I, it's gone under my radar big time. Good, good. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Just don't worry about it because nobody cares either. So <laughs> the only time I hear about it is during marketing campaigns and like the Game Awards or something. So uh, yeah. Yeah. just don't yeah. worry about it. In all yeah, that's, that's, if it shows up during the Game Awards, I'll be like, different. that's it, Michael. There you go. Otherwise, it just we won't even talk about it ever again. <laughs> right. Understood. Got you. Got you. Um, but yes, okay. So moving on from that, apparently, do you reckon during the Game Awards there mm. will be footage of the Grand Theft Auto Six trailer? Considering that right, Rockstar yeah. Games have actually confirmed that there will be a Grand Theft Auto Six trailer being premiered next month. Yeah. Um, I yeah, um, I don't think it will be at the Game Awards because Rockstar never. D- do collaboration with anyone and that sort of thing. That I think they've got enough marketing and enough, you know what I mean, cap 
what do you call it? Capa shit, cash, 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 um, and enough like new capital. Yeah, they've got enough capital. They've got enough eyes on their stuff. Um, I think they'll just do their own thing. Just yeah. after or before the game awards. I wonder if they'll release like kind of like similar to Red Dead Redemption Two. Would it be like? I thought they did like doing game awards. But anyway, they're yeah. doing something where they just did like a, a big sort of YouTube video of like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, like showcasing. I think it was just their the next title. They just, they just released it on YouTube because I don't think they need the game awards to get eyes on stuff because they're that big that they're mm. rock star. Um, mm. If they did do it at game awards, that'd be interesting. But they've never done. I don't think they've ever done anything like that before. I don't think they have at least. Um, Again, because they're probably they're like they can control the message a little bit more then that way as well. If it goes all south because something's happened at the game world, someone's going throwing a um, just stop oil thing at the screen while they while they're showing off the brand new graphic or you know what I mean like that that ruins the marketing and messaging as an example. If they just sh- just like hey right just put a tweet out right twenty four hours countdown clock has started we're showing you graphic <laughs> or trailer they yeah. off, they'll they'll get us just as many eyes if not more so <laughs> I don't yeah. think they need to per se. Yeah, it's true. And it's quite nice to see that this is actually confirmed after so many years because I'm pretty sure I've seen... It's, actually, it's funny that I've actually even was watching uh, some sort of uh, video by, I think it's Video Game Donkey, uh, going over like how Grand Theft Auto 6 has been like... said it'd be released for like years and years. I was going to be like trailer footage yeah. for like years and years and years and it never came through. So hopefully this is finally the moment, considering it's been, dare I say it, 10 years since Grand Theft Auto 5? Yeah. Well, it's been yeah. a long time yeah. a long time actually I'm going to quickly quickly Google I think it was 2013, 2013. yeah it was 2013 so it was. 10 years since it, 10 years yeah. since the last one but then obviously they did all the DLC with it and stuff and all the parts and then they did Red Dead in between so it's not surprising to some degree but um, yeah, if you want more mm. graphic auto games just stop buying all the stuff on the online game um, because when it dies quicker the release games quicker um, so yeah if you want to see new graphic artists quicker just do that because um, I'm sure they would have released it years ago if they didn't. Um, but yeah, it be interesting to see it finally. I know we've obviously seen leaks and stuff, and we've seen all the videos, that guy hacked into Rockstar and all that, and he got arrested. Um, about an hour footage, I believe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, and I've seen some footage of stuff, like it was in the airport, and they did a 360-degree spin around, you could see all the buildings in the distance and stuff. Whether that stuff's changed or not, who knows, but yeah, um, yeah, that'll be... Yeah, interesting, I guess. Um, it's, it's interesting when stuff gets leaked, or we see stuff like um, Nintendo has patented for a dual-screen sc- um, dual gaming device, um, which they deny it's going to be the Switch 2, but yeah, they've patented for a new um, dual-screen di- gaming device that separates. Mm. So it's, it's two devices, and you pl- split it off, and then you can have one, and I have one. Um, so whether that is the Switch 2 or something potentially Some for other... the Switch who knows yeah. but um, yeah who yeah. knows but that does present quite a nice way of playing co-op together potentially where you yeah. have two 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 screens each one maybe one's maybe one's like you know i guess if i'm thinking like a switch design where it's kind of like you got two analog sticks next to a big screen on mm. one and same on the other and then they both connect to each other and then yeah yeah split split completely and power each other and that's interesting from a technolo- te- technological standpoint um it'd be good for especially families i imagine you know i mean you've got two kids you're like oh i just have to buy them this one device yeah, I, you know? yeah and they can i can and yeah yeah although then again you can could maybe make that argument with any other console i suppose but then yeah. i guess just yeah, the they'd have to agree on a game yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, yeah. I, I like that idea. It, it seems cool. Um, whether it does mean that's what's going to be involved in the new Switch, who knows? But I expect we'll see more whatever the Switch 2 or whatever it's going to be Nintendo's next thing, probably next year, I imagine, because they're very slowly just drip-feeding games now. You know, you got your Mario RPGs and stuff. I don't expect any more big games for the Switch at all. Yeah, um, there seems to be there seems to be some some rumors about a second second half of twenty twenty four is going to be a second uh, like a second switch yeah. or a second generation switch device that'll be relaunched. So I'd be keen to see what the differences are there. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Right, I think that's more or less it for the news. It's a little bit of a short on news month, but there's also like the game awards coming up, so we're going to talk about that in a moment. Before any of that, mm. let's have a bit of music. Um, we obviously teased it a little bit earlier, but Dragon's Dogma. There's a very famous song in it called "Interfree Dangan," um, and it's just very cheesy rock J-pop song. It doesn't fit with the game, but it's so iconic that you know, whenever I think of Dragon's Dogma, I think of this song automatically, sort of the opening opening song. So let's have a listen to that now. And then we'll be back with um, some Game Awards news. The wind is pushing me. <laughs> oh dear. That was, that, that, that was some nice, that was some cheese right it's there. It's so cheesy. It's, it's, again, <laughs> it's what I think when I think. So I'm wondering if the second game will have something as equally cheesy. Or, I'd love them to crank it up like to 12 in all, say, because that, that's an 11 like in terms of cheesiness and cranked up. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> let's move on. With, so we, obviously we'll talk about the games that are coming up shortly, but before any of that, Got the Game Awards coming up. Um, we certainly do, yeah. Talk about that, I guess. Should we start with the nominations before our predictions and that sort of stuff? So Yeah, sure. But which nominations should we talk about? Because there are quite a few things here to yeah. talk about. Should we start off with the overall, the game of the year? Because that's, mm. the, that's the important one, isn't it? I that's, guess. A, that's a big one, that's yeah, absolutely. One. Um, so quite a few interesting nominations. Um, hmm. Ones I definitely don't say I don't disagree with to some degree. But yeah, first off is Alan Wake 2. Um mm-hmm. It's a game that's just I think finally it just came out of nowhere to some degree. It just popped up, and again all the reviews are like going nines and tens and stuff. And I and where I'm at the moment, I probably agree with that. I need to again, I need to play way more of it. I think because um, hmm. I'm still at the point. I, I will try and get it finished this weekend. I think, and I'll be able to report back by the time after the game awards and stuff. But Alan Wake Two um, probably in the runner at least for the I think for the reviewers sort of like award probably yeah. Um, interesting and then after yeah. that yeah um, Baldur's Gate 3 and um, this is probably going to win like this award and many others I'm sure um, yeah Baldur's Gate 3 massive massive game yeah um, I, I can yeah. see this one babe. I can see Baldur's Gate 3 clinching the game of the year to be honest with you yeah. I feel like it, ha- it has just had such a massive just impact since the beginning of this year but the momentum has, has been building over so many yeah. people so I think this one ha- like just based on just pure popularity alone should be the one that really clinches it. As much as I love, um, obviously, I, I love Resident Evil Four, and I think Spider Man Two is a perfectly, it's a perfectly solid game for a lot of people. I don't think it's quite as up there as Alan Wake Two or Baldur's Gate Three. No. So again, Spider Man Two is the next one on our list. It's, it's yeah, it's very safe, um, barring even to some degree. So yeah. Um, I know it sold like five million copies in like eleven days or whatever, which is great. I'm sure most of these sold like three, five million copies each. I'm sure, but mm, yeah, mm. Um, definitely sold really well. But I feel people who say Spider-Man Two probably didn't play many of the other games we're going to talk about um, because yeah, we've also got Resident Evil Four Remake. Yes, don't think which, it's going to win, but should we talk? About I don't. F- yeah, I don't think it's going to win either. But obviously, because this is the only game I've played so far this year, been. Amongst a couple, have I actually played any of the games that came out this year? Oh yeah, Dead Space Free Remake, of course. Um, yeah. but but Dead Space Remake, sorry. Um, but yeah, um, it's a really obviously it's like my game of the year, but yeah. 
but by, I don't think it's going to win. I don't think I don't think it's got the widespread appeal of Baldur's Gate Three or the the clever sort of story storytelling of Alan Wake Two that would really manage to propel it very mm. very far. But it it is a fantastic game. Awesome it's just yeah. it's I don't I don't I don't think it's game. The, I don't think it's going to win against against its competition this year. It's a good strong yeah. title, but it's just not 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 quite got the widespread appeal. I don't think. Yeah. Next one's an interesting choice: Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Hmm. I can't talk about this one very much, yeah. but have you played this no, one? I, you... not play... I didn't even buy it because it looked, it just looked like a two D Mario game. Maybe it does, it does something special that I'm not aware of and stuff. But I wasn't too impressed by what I've seen so far of it. Um, hmm. So yeah, I can't say for sure. Again, if it does win, I'll be like, okay, I might have to go pick it up and check this out because maybe there's something I'm not seeing there at the moment. But it just seems like another two D Mario to a lot of the extent. Um, which they're, they're well made games, well polished games for sure. Mm. Um, but again, nothing special. Speaking of, I suppose, somewhat safe sequels, a little less safe, but Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, this obviously won in 2017, so this is probably much bigger in terms of the ch- chance of winning than I'd probably like to, I won't say like to admit, but like to say um, it might win. Um, I feel like this game kind of came and went because it was so similar to the previous one, the Breath of the Wild, maybe. Mm. I, I can't comment on like a on like my, my own personal experience. I've got a friend who genuinely says that this is now his favorite game of all time. Yeah, and I'm and I'm like, damn, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so obviously he's a big fan of this one, and it's it's probably a very a very good title, probably you know brilliant yeah. even. But but again, I don't know if the the public reception to that game is kind of meets Baldur's Three or Alan Wake Two yeah. levels of. Of hype, really? Yeah, I, maybe maybe Alan Wake too, but yeah, Baldur's Gate three. I think yeah, if we if I'm just gonna go off it, I think Baldur's Gate three has this in the bag this game of the year. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, same. Unless I get a surprise, but then to be fair to you, I don't think I'd be too angry with anything unless 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 it goes Super Mario <laughs> Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Be like, okay, this better be a very yeah, very good yeah, Super Mario's yeah, game. What's going on here? Or, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, something's off. <laughs> it, it, it almost feels very odd that that Mario game is there. Especially like Nintendo is getting represented here. I'd say even put. I think Starfield's terrible. I think Starfield's like maybe a seven out of ten game. But um, maybe put Starfield in there just for a bit more variety, maybe um, mm. rather than Mario. But again, it maybe it is really good, and we're just we not aware of it because we've not played it. So yeah, let's move, let's well. move on to the next category. So I'm having a look at the next category now, and this is best game direction. <laughs> Which is again Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Spider Man Two, Super Mario Bros, and um, Zelda. Yeah. God, that the game direction is uh, it's an award for outstanding creative vision and innovation in the game direction and design. I don't think Mario gets this because it's just a two D Mario. Same with Spider Man. I, I think it's not very creative. I think it's very safe. Yeah. So I think we cut them two out. So then we're getting the down to picks, Alan yeah. Wake, Baldur's Gate, and, and Zelda. Um, I think Zelda might win this one best creative design because it's got all the sort of the physics elements and the physics puzzles maybe. And mm. you've seen people build massive robots and stuff. It's, yeah. I don't think Alan Wake Alan Wake's not it's well designed but it's not doing anything new out of the realm of survival horror. Doing them all like extremely well mm. like the best yeah, have ever true. been done in some degree. So what what are your feelings Baldur's Gate 3 or Zelda for this one? Uh I was I was gonna say Baldur's Gate Three, and he did mention the the physics sort of yeah. how to build build your own machines. I've seen all videos on Twitter remember, of people building robots yeah. and all sorts of wild contractions. All so yeah, weird things. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's 
Yeah. It's an interesting I'm not... one, mate. I'm, I'm going to go yeah, Zelda it... for this one just because Baldur's Gate 3 is winning game at year, probably. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think I'd be happy if Zelda, if Zelda takes one. Although, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Would, does Baldur's Gate 3 have some good innovation in game design? Or is it just... Is it just persistence in getting basically, you know, the tabletop? That, you know, yeah, it's it's, um, it's like, designed to be that that tabletop game, and it does it perfectly. It does it perfectly. So it depends how you hmm. how you crack that. So yeah, it's probably one of them two, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah. I'd have seen one of those two. I, I, I'd be probably happy with either of those two as well. Yeah. Right. Let's yeah. move on to the next list. Best narrative. Okay, right. Again, this this requires like some completion of games potentially, so we might not be able to talk about this some does. of these. I, I I wouldn't be able to talk much about yeah. this, but go, going off, so, just yeah, hmm. we run them, I'll run them off. For, uh, so it's Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy Sixteen, and Marvel Spider Man Two. Best narrative. If what I'm seeing right now from Alan Wake Two, that might be it. That might yeah. be the one. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'd agree with that. Actually, yeah, judging from what people are saying about the, yeah. about what it manages to do with the narrative and the story and stuff like that, and how how clever it, it how how clever it is. But f- yeah. well, funny for some people, clever sometimes can equal a bit pretentious. They might feel pretentious. Like, yeah. Yes, but it uh, from what I've seen, it does do some do things quite differently. Mm. You know, Bosnia Three does have a great story. I haven't heard much about. Fan- I haven't actually looked into Phantom Final Fantasy Sixteen. No sorry, re- really good. Um, and I, I feel like looks when I was looking on Twitter of people, so I feel like it went over people's head, and it was people just didn't understand it that well. So I think it might struggle to win this vote. Um, yeah, I'm not saying it's the best again. Best one I played this year is maybe not even is probably maybe Final Fantasy again. Alan Wake right now is is building on like whoa, what's going on here? So that yeah. might be it, but I can't say yet. So again, I'm a bit stuck on this one. And then Spider Man Two definitely not. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, not. yeah, yeah. We got people who can agree on that. I don't think that one would clinch for you, best narrative. No. Um, yeah, no. uh, unless you call riding on your bike, uh, your e bike to um, do these power boosts as, as really compelling. That no, it's 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 pretty pretty terrible, right? Let's go to best art direction. Oh, okay, right. Alan Wake 2, um, High Fire Rush, Lies of P, um, Super Mario Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. I'm gonna go with Alan Wake 2 on this one. I'd also just just off off the cuff go for Alan Wake too. I need to I need to actually like have a quick like um, visual slice for for each game. Like maybe yeah. YouTube each each game and go right because because I, I haven't actually looked at Lies of Lies of Pi. Yeah. Lies, Lies of P, Pi. It looks like it looks like Bloodborne in a lot of ways. So that's probably why people um, quite like it. Um, mm. But yeah, Alan Wake again. It's got this sort of like it, it looks like a. A, like very grim dark Norwegian drama but certainly like, in the American Midwest with like Twin Peaks vibes and like everything's like oak furniture it's, it's really it's it's to say it's realistic it's really unique so mm, mm. Yeah, yeah absolutely high recommendation for that one um, yeah but like, I can understand I that. think Hi-Fi Rush yeah it looks goofy and all, but I think the art direction is not great I think it looks like a fake fake American anime thing going on and like Ugh. right right so yeah um, not not for me um, let's move on to the next category. Best score and music. <clears throat> oh, this one's a tough one. Um, this one's one that I can't really comment on at yeah. all. Well, I haven't played any of these games or really heard much of their, much in the way of a soundtrack. Yeah. So I can't really... I, I'm going to probably exclude myself from yeah. from, from, from voting. Or let's go through the list then. So that's Alan Wake mm. 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, and Tears of Kingdom. I'm going to say Final Fantasy 16 for this one. They like right. some of the themes, like the overworld themes, and then there's this really menacing theme for when you're in this sort of like, this sort of 
controlled area that's just really n- not like much I've ever heard before. I'll have to play right. it one time during the show. Um, it's got some oh, really, yeah. really outstanding music. I'm, I'm going to go Final Fantasy 16 with this one. Baldur's Gate 3 is really cool. Alan Wake 2 has some really cool licensed songs or song original songs. Um, less mod, less than the comp- um, composition. So if you're talking music as well, maybe Alan Wake. But I'm just going to go Final Fantasy 16 on this one because you know, Final Fantasy classic soundtracks are generally pretty good. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking cool. at the moment. Um, cool. Let's go on to the next one. Best audio design. Ooh, okay. Um, Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. Ooh, I think it's a three-way horror take showdown on this one. <laughs> three-way horror showdown. Like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alan Wake 2 has some really cool audio design with like hearing people in the woods and stuff is it's really cool. It really sells you to like you're being watched and being observed and it's it's really creepy. Um, Dead Space, the sort of crunchiness and the squelchiness of the, like the older, um, not the Xenomorphs, what are they called? Uh, uh, Necromorphs. Necromorphs. Very close. Um, yeah. And I think it does. It has some good cues. It has some good you know, general effects. And it keeps, the thing is, it's like, I don't know if I want to give that the award though because it's kind of doing what the original did with the, the, yeah. the way the, the ship kind of whispers to you and, and, and kind of like has some creepy stuff in the background. And different and things over the intercom and different languages and stuff like that, which is all very creepy and creates a good atmosphere. Um, hmm, I'm not um, sure if I give up to Dead Space for her. I mean, Resident Evil 4, 4 is also would that be a similar predicament for that potentially? I don't, hmm, I don't, I don't know, I don't think so. I think again, I think, I think it has better um, audio cues than the original, I'd say, and yeah. it's more pronounced. Like the Paris sound uh, effect is fun and flashy, yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. And the, the gun um, sound okay. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Dead Space myself. I'm gonna say Dead Space. Yeah, okay. I'd be, don't know. I'd, I'd be, I'd be happy for Alan Wake, Dead Space, or Resident Evil Four yeah. to claim this, but I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not really too blown away from what I've seen so far. Yeah. I'm not really paying much attention. Maybe, it's, maybe sometimes it's, that's a good thing with these games. When if your design is really good, you just don't notice it. Yeah, it just seamlessly just, blends into, yeah, into, into yeah. the into the game, into the fibre of it all. So Alan Wake's hmm. audio design is also really good. So I might even say Alan Wake too. And I didn't even remember back from Dead Space was that was start of the year. So but Alan, yeah, yeah. Alan's Wake, Alan Wake's one is quite jarring when it's supposed to be though. It's like really good at doing that. Um, yeah, mm. uh, let's go with Dead Space just to give Dead Space something. I'm gonna say myself. Let's give Dead Space something. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, Dead, I'm going with Dead Space. Um, best performance. Um, so okay. Ben Stark. This is uh, for Final Fantasy 16. As um, it's not called Sid, but then he's eventually called Sid. Because uh, um, what's his what's his what's he do? Um, Cameron Monaghan for Jedi Survivor. Okay, Idris Elba for Cyberpunk. Um, I kind of want Idris Elba to win because I just think he'd be funny to do an award. Um, mm. Elena. Budirk for Alan Wake 2. She, yes, she obviously plays the, um, what's her name? God, I've forgotten the name of the main character <laughs> from it. Um, and then Neil um, Newborn for Baldur's Gate 3. He plays, the, as it's Larian or whatever, he's the, the vampire guy. People really like him, so I'm not surprised. And yeah. Yuri Lowe for all for Marvels 2. I think that Neil Newborn's probably going to win. I don't agree with it, but I think like just... He just he's been really playing up that character a lot and stuff, and he's, he's yeah. been a lot of airtime. You know what I mean? So right, yeah. Not, it's just, not, just, it's just called Alistair or something. Yeah, and he's just like it's very sort of campish vampire guy, and he's very dramatic and stuff. So I think <laughs> that'll potentially win. Um, yeah, maybe it's because it's just like just a fun, a fun character a fun to interact character, with. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think yeah. I think that might be the one. Um, whether I agree with it, I don't know per se. But yeah, let's say that one. Cool. Right, next category. When we when we get to all the esports, we'll skip. So, innovation and accessibility, recognizing software and hardware is pushing the medium forward, adding features and technology that help games be enjoyable for an even wider audience. I'm not too sure on this one. I, I actually I know who I'm going to vote for, but. Uh, I'm not too sure in general in terms of so it's Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. Yeah, this is a strange one. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure, as someone who hasn't actually played any of these, mm-hmm. which one. I'm going to say Street um, Fighter 6 because they added this like simple combat combo combat system. Oh, yeah, you know, you did mention it's, this. It's yeah. really... Not, it's not great for high skill play, but I think it's like it had did get a lot of people into playing Street Fighter. I think the sort of simple yeah. um, combat system, um, mm. and then it got a lot of people's butts wiped because they were playing they weren't learning the actual systems of play. So I think that got a lot of people. Into, I'm going to say that one just giant again. That's um, that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking it might be. But yeah, games yeah. for impact. Should we skip this section because it's always really. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to skip the section because I've yeah. not put any of these, yeah. but I hope Goodbye Volcano High does not get not it because, yeah, my yeah. goodness, yeah. that Myself. looks so cringe. I yeah. don't want to see that win. No. It's just, um, the game impacts are terrible. Best ongoing game, let's talk about this one. So this one's Apex Legends, Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy, Fortnite, and Genshin, Genshin Impact. We've seen, we've seen the same the same recommendations yeah. in most of these for the last few Outside years. Outside Cyberpunk, I, maybe? So... I'd like to say I'd like to say best like Cyberpunk. They mm-hmm. they they are slowly turning their game around. It's very it's it's it's, it's like it's like um how was it called? It's like No Man's Sky in, in what they've managed to do with Cyberpunk. They managed to go from the broken mess to something that's yeah. that's, that's that's quite that's probably getting more popular. It might even be something that I actually end up picking up eventually. I I, I eventually said I'm gonna swear it off, but I might give it a yeah. go at some point. I, I've played um, a bit of it recently, and um, just before the DLC came out, and yeah, it's pretty good now. It's pretty good. Mm, that is good. That is that is really good. Um, I might say just because I know I don't know I feel like it's gonna be I think it's just gonna be Genshin Impact or Fortnite first one. I think it's gonna be Fortnite because that, that OG is, map just came out, didn't it? And that, that's got the highest highest um, sort of player count they've ever had after that map got released. It's like wow, yeah. um, there's like 40 million concurrent players at one point. It's something ridiculous, which is nuts. Absolutely nuts. It's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. So yeah, maybe that one. And then we on to best community support. So this is um, for outstanding community support, transparency, uh, progressiveness, including social media activity and game updates and patches. Baldur's Gate three, Cyberpunk, Destiny two, Final Fantasy fourteen, and No Man's Sky. Community support. Uh... I feel like No Man's Sky has had its day, and they're like, yeah, they keep updating it, but people know what they're gonna do. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I was Go gonna on. say Baldur's Gate three for this one. Hmm. Maybe, to be yeah. fair, I feel like I feel like just because of the game that's being created as a result of that community and the way they feedback and give the community what they want. Yeah, but it was in early access product. for years, wasn't it? So yeah, it was. Yeah, when well, they polished it up and it gave them all the features that they were, that they're looking yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I might join you on that one. That or Cyberpunk, I think. Uh, yeah, probably not Destiny. Probably not Final Fantasy. And then No More Sky, I think, has had its day. Um, mm. Yeah, um, best independent game. Um, cool. This is an interesting one. So we've got Cocoon. Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Okay. Um, hmm. Sea of Stars is really cool. I don't like the art style for Sea of Stars, though, for the, like the portraits and stuff. It's very like Tumblr-esque. I've heard Dave the Diver's really fun, so it'd be funny to see that one win. Because um, mm-hmm. the main character definitely doesn't not look like me at all. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, maybe Dave the Diver. 
Um, Dave the Diver, I'll see your stars. I won't be, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I got, I think I got a gen- general positive perception to see of stars. So yeah. that that one might clinch it just just off. So when it comes to best independent game, if it's a game that if it's like, oh yeah, I've heard people talk about this one, then then I can the kind of one that I assume is gonna 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 grab it, get get the victory. So. I think yeah, I think Sea of Stars will be the the one one to watch out for this this year. But you know, I might be wrong. Who knows? Maybe Mike yeah. say, don't know if you find him. I'm like, oh really? And I, I, I check out and go, actually yes, that is pretty cool. Pretty cool. And yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna skip a few of them because some of them are not that interesting. Um, in terms of like just like best indie startup or whatever, blah blah. But I've just seen one here, which is best VR and best AR game. Um, so there's Gran Turismo Seven, Horizon Call of Mountain, Humanity, Resident Evil Village, and Synapse. All five of these um, games are like PlayStation VR exclusives, interestingly enough. Wow. Or were, uh, have been. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> it's one of those. I'm I'm going to say, I think Gran Turismo 7 yeah, probably clinches it yeah. in terms of just how, how, well, how well that works. I've played four. But, I have played, four, was it four or five? I think I've played all five of these games, so yeah. Hmm. I probably wouldn't say Call of the Mountain, but no. I'd definitely say, i definitely say any of these other ones make sense, but, yeah. but, but yeah, Cold Mountain is a is a fully fledged VR game, and that's alone in itself and a good accomplishment. Yeah. But it's not quite up there with with how well G-G-G, um Grand Theft Seven has done, yeah. or the fact that Resident Evil Village is yeah in fully in VR. Yeah, yeah, well. I think it's Grand Theft Seven, maybe Resident Evil Village. Humanity is really cool, but I don't think it'd win. It's just mm. really fun in VR. Like that game, just I won't say transformative, either, but it's just how you, you perceive stuff and your perspective on stuff is absolutely amazing on, in that game. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say Gran Turismo 7 as well, um, if not Resident Evil 8. So cool. Yeah. Um, then we're going to move on to best action game. Um, got one of my favorite games here Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, Dead Island 2, mm-hmm. Ghost Runner 2, Hi Fi Rush, and Remnant 2. Mm, interesting. interesting. I'm going to say Armored Core 6. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to give, I think there's, there's three, but Remnant yeah. 2, Ghost Runner 2, I mean, Armored Core 6 are all kind yeah. of in the running. I think Dead Island 2 is sure, that's fine, but I don't yeah. think it's not best as 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 good as some of these other ones could be. So, so yeah, I'm. what, what would I say? I mean, Armored Core 6 is probably quite popular. Oh, it's, it's so I'd probably the, put back The action's down. so intense and it's ridiculous. If we're talking about action game. You can't get yeah, much, yeah. you can't much more action in. You can't get more action even than that, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be I'd be tempted to agree with you on that one. Yeah. No, I'm saying Ghost Run 2 looks quite action and quite intense as well, but yeah, I'm a cost six season six. Best action slash adventure game, which is com- intru- combat with so I guess combat with traversal and puzzles puzzle, puzzle solving. Alan Wake okay. 2, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, or Tears of Kingdom. <sighs> okay. <sighs> These um, interesting category for these, but yeah. Yeah. If we're going off that description, it's probably going to be Legend of Zelda that wins it, but I would also be perfectly happy with Resident Evil 4 clinching this as well. Yeah. Because it does fit that bill. It does have it does have really good combat. It does to, to combine it with traversal. Yeah, you got the adventure. Yeah, it is. And puzzle solving. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Alan Wake, I won't say it's much of an adventure game. You know, you're very much in these tight knit spaces and stuff in comparison mm, to like mm, the first mm. game. So yeah, I, I'm gonna go with you on Resident Evil Four. I think on this one, maybe okay. with Jedi Survivor, but I've not played it to say so. Yeah, but Resident Evil Four, I think. I'm like, just not sure if I, I forgive Jedi Survivor's like really weird, weird uh, buggy yeah. launch. So I'm like, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> you've you've got you've got you've got a thumbs down for me for that. So, 
I mean, if you make a game that works on release and that has all these things, then maybe I'm maybe a bit happier of you, but hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I've yeah. had people forgiven that, I guess, yeah. I need to get back to that because I finished the first one. It was okay game, right? Best RPG. I need to, I need to play the first one. Anyway, right? Yes, be, best RPG. Best RPG. Baldur's oh come Gate on! 3. It's got it's got yeah. to be Baldur's Gate three. Final anyway, Fantasy yes, sixteen, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, or oh, Starfield. <laughs> it's uh, got to be Baldur's Gate three. Isn't it? It's got yeah. to be. If, if anything else wins, that would be an absolute yeah. travesty because Baldur's Gate three is the definitive yeah. tabletop. RPG. RPG yeah. game, it, it, it cannot be beaten by that. Sixteen is not much of an RPG anymore. It is still just still an RPG, but then like yeah. Starfield's yeah. not really an RPG anymore and stuff. They, them sort of games. Yeah, it's it's Baldur's Gate three. If you can't talk, talk much more RPG, really, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's got to win this one. I'd be I'd be pretty annoyed if it didn't. But like, yeah. come on, it's like it's like none of these games have actually managed to match that experience as yeah. well as as well as Baldur's Gate. Um, and then best fighting game. God of well, Rock. I'll hand over to the expert here. <laughs> Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon's Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery, and Street Fighter 6. I like Street Fighter 6, but I think Mortal Kombat 1's going to win this one. Um, you reckon, yeah? yeah? Yeah, just how clean it is and just how much of a how, how much they fix what did all the terrible stuff they did in Mortal Kombat 11. Um, yeah, I just think it's clean and it's got an assist, it's got an assist um, ability on it, which is like fighting games with assist abilities are usually really cool and really unique and deep, so... Yeah, I'm going to say Mortal Kombat 1 on this one, probably. Um, that okay. Mortal Kombat is way more popular um, than Street Fighter now. Best family game. Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstar, or Super Mario Bros. 1. Super Mario Bros. 1 is probably going to win this one, regardless of what we think. Probably. Yeah. Probably, Mario yeah. Game. Mario game going against kids' games. It's going to win. You know, it is the ultimate kid game, so... Yeah, best family yeah. game. There we go. Yeah, Sims a strategy game. Ooh, this might be your alley. <laughs> Advance Wars one and two rebooted recamp. Um, City <laughs> Skyline two company heroes three fire emblems engage. Oh, Pikmin four. Okay, so company heroes three didn't have the best reception at launch. I still think it's a bit mixed, to say the least. It has some cool stuff in there that kind of, kind of kind of um, changes the mechanics around a bit like for example first first time in a real time strategy you can actually pause and then go right what am I doing and then do this that and the other which in some ways is quite cool but for some people it might sort of detract from the real time aspect of it um, and then Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp I don't know how much more it does over the original yeah. in terms of its strategy and how that plays I mean, I love those games anyway but uh, I don't know how much more it does different City Skylines 2 may get this i mm. think despite it being a bit rocky at launch it might still get that and pikmin 4 and fireman ember engage i'm not too sure so i'm gonna go yeah. with city skylines 2 probably we'll get mm. we'll get the, get the simulator thing in there i i, I yeah i can't say i'm saying this one this one's not i'm not confident in. i might say advance wars just for the sake of it hmm I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be angry if it no, won. No, one. I'd, be, I'd be like, yeah, great, cool. I, I love the original, so. Yeah, may, may, and it was a good strategy game. Yeah, yeah. Go Then we're going to best sport slash racing. So we have EA Sports FC twenty three, F one twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. It might be to some people, but anyway, yeah, FC twenty four, F one twenty three. Uh, Forza Motorsports, Hot Wheels on these two turbocharged, and the Crew, crew Motorfest. Motor oh, okay. Uh, okay, I'll go out and say that Forza Motorsports isn't isn't 
isn't a massive release within within the Forza community. I don't think people no. are that blown away no, by way. it. I don't think. Um, it's not a bad game, but it's not like an amazing game either. Hot Wheels Sundays 2, you say, is more of the same. Yeah, I don't think it's the- it's going to set the world on fire in this category. EA Sports FC24, I hope doesn't get it, but made us get it anyway. Uh, F123 is meant to be quite good. And then also the Korean Motorfest is also meant to be quite good, which actually, is, as some people are saying, oop, Forza Horizon better start sweating and putting on his neck, collar going, I've got to do something about this, encroaching on our turf. Um, I'm going to say the Crew Motorfest might grab this one, but I'd also be happy with F123 getting the title. Or I suppose Hot Wheels and these two is quite safe, so if that gets yeah. it, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind too much. Yeah, I wouldn't but, mind if Hot Wheels gets it, but yeah, I, I think it might be Forza. I think it might. Be. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but that's the initial reaction I'm getting to the the motorsport game. Yeah. But yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I can say I'm not 100 on these ones because I've only played one of these ones on that list. Um, yeah. Right. Moving on. Best multiplayer game. Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, or Super Mario World? Oh. <laughs> um. uh, that's a tough one, yeah. I think. Um, it, it, am I right in thinking it's between Baldur's Gate 3, Party Animals, and Street Fighter 6? Yeah, I don't know, because I know Baldur's Gate 3 people fell off it a lot, but I know that initial sort of like, hey, go play with your friends. Yeah, thing, exactly. Like, did did a lot, so oh, this one mm. I don't I don't play too many multiplayer games anymore. I played the games, these games here, but you know I mean, I've not played yeah. multiplayer. Yeah, I'm quite similar actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe Baldur's Gate because it's got that fun co-op element, which will be interesting because they're going to release a version without multiplayer out there, the Series S. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, Baldur's that does Gate that, that, that does kick yeah. it a little bit, though, doesn't it? But. Yeah, okay, I'm going to say Balls Get Free regardless anyway, but I wouldn't be offended if Party Animals or Street Fighter 6 get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, if it was best competitive multiplayer, I, I might say Street Fighter 6. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, just because I would like they've got these sort of hub worlds and stuff and how it all, maybe, um, but, yeah. Right, best adaptation, here we go. So, Castlevania, Nocturne, <laughs> Gran Turismo, oh. Last of Us, Super Mario Bros. Movie, or Twisted Metal, right. Good thing I. That's that's yeah. some, actually some quite strong recommendations yeah, in there yeah, yeah. actually. Um, I can tell you the most fun I had watching them, any of them, was Twisted Metal. That was the most fun I had. I hmm. don't think it's going to win. I'm thinking Last of Us on Mario movie is going to win. Yes, I'd agree. Although Grand Christmas is also quite strong actually, considering yeah, it's, it's a fun, especially you're into your car culture. You, did you go see that film? I didn't actually. I missed right. it. Right. Which is a go, go watch shame, it on, actually. Whatever it's on Netflix or blah blah blah. Go watch oh, it. absolutely. If you're into yeah, your yeah. car culture. You'd probably get a lot out of it. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool to see that. Um, but yeah, we're also going to be watching Last of Us, me and my girlfriend ah. soon. So yeah, and I've heard good things about that one. But Super Mario Bros. movie was good. That did, that did get. Yeah. That, did, was, that was a good, good movie, from what I heard. Yeah, I'm going to say Mario Bros. movie for this one, but I could understand if Last of Us get it or Grand Turismo gets it. Yeah. Twisted Metal didn't get as much from no, the general no, public, but it did. You know, out of all yeah. the things I've seen, I most fun in all. I, I yeah. really enjoyed watching that for the most part. Um, mm. They kind of mm. create their own thing to it, but again, at the same time, Twisted Metal doesn't really have a story. So, so they did well with what they what they had. To be yeah. fair, 
what they do. And it's funny. It's other than that, obviously we start one scene where we're like, oh my god, what's uh, what's this going? On? The rest of it's actually pretty damn good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they showed off that one scene, which was awful. Um, but yeah, um, and I'm definitely want to see a second season of Twisted Metal. But yeah, um, yeah, Last of Us also Mario Bros. Movie. Let's go with Mario movie. Um, yeah, again, I can agree on that. Maybe Last of Us. Yeah. So is is that more or less everything? Because on oh, no, the most anticipated game, oh, I think it's the last proper one. We've got all the esports people, which I don't care about. Yeah, so we'll most skip anticipated that. game, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades mm-hmm. Two, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, or Tekken Eight. I love Tekken. It's not going to win this. No, uh, I don't think it would. Oh, I don't think Yakuza is going to win this. It's too niche still. Yeah. Unfortunately. So you're down to your three. So, and I might say, I might say Final Fantasy VII Rebirth mm, might be the most anticipated yeah. one. It's my most possible. anticipated out of them three. I, I couldn't care for the Star Wars Outlaws. Um, but then I know Hades 2 also. Hades, Hades 2, has yeah, like a massive, massive fan base. Ball, yeah. and it, it did very well for itself. So obviously people are excited to see the, the follow-up to that as well. Yeah. I'm going to say mm. Rebirth myself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say that too. Yeah, I guess go with Rebirth. Didn't, that, didn't they show off a trailer for that last year, actually, at the end of the Game Awards? So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with Rebirth okay. too then. And I think that's more or less of, yeah, because then we're getting to like, the content creator of the year. Yeah, like, and, and, and that's uh, that, because because I'm not going to come on content creator of the year, and I'm not really into esports, so any uh, of the other esports categories are, are things that yeah. I'm not too... That's not, not stuff about. where into not, there's, oh, there's an Iron Mouse here. There's an anime character you can vote for. Yeah, go for it. Whatever. Yeah, that's all the stuff where you know, esports game of the year. Yeah, I imagine it's Count Strike Two. That sort of stuff. Yeah, we we don't. We're, you're in the wrong show if you're looking for all that here. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, we're not quite big on <laughs> that. Yeah, that's yeah. not really our thing. Right. Let's have a little bit more music, and then um, so we're gonna have a little bit of the Baldur's Gate main theme for Baldur's Gate Three. And then we'll be back with just what games coming out in November. We've kind of had to narrow it down a little bit because there's so much just rubbish coming out. So we've narrowed it down this this month to just some core yeah. titles. So usually, usually I like to like flick through like every single one of them, but there's, there's seven pages worth of games. We just haven't had time to really research them. So I thought we'd sort of take and picked out uh, ones that we're interested in or ones that we think would be of notes, like quite yeah. big releases for the, the month of November. But uh, yes, anyway, I'll leave it to Elliot to cool. crack on with the music. And we're back again. That was a bit of music from the main theme of Baldur's Gate um, 3. I almost said two then. I'm like, oh yeah, there was two ones before that. Um, <laughs> probably one of the biggest games of the year and no doubt no winner doubt. of many Game of the Awards, if not the Game of the Year Award. Um, but yeah, let's move on to what games are coming out in November that you can look forward to or have already come out. So we will... Um sort of skip for a few we're going to start off with uh, a couple that already come out so we've got two that came out on the 1st of november which is uh alien hominid invasion and alien hominid uh, hd collection a run and gun platform a run and gun game for the pc switch px one and xbox series x and one that's you elliot quite yeah. excited for Alien Hominid, classic um, sort of free new ground software game back in the day. They did the HD parts for the 360, and and then this they've got this um, they're re-releasing the HD version for all modern platforms. But also Alien Hominid Invasion, which is a new reimagining as well. Um, also hmm. coming out to, um, also coming out to yeah everything pretty much. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, where that goes. You play much Alien Hominid back in the days. I don't know if we were a Newgrounds kid. Afraid not. Or, this, no. this, I, I remember Newgrounds, but I don't remember. I don't remember this at all, actually. Um, so I must have completely missed this. 
Ah. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Right, yeah, that's that's one of the games I'm I'm interested to see. I've not even it's come out yet. It's come out already, so I've not had a chance to look at it. But yeah, but what else do we have coming out this month? So we also have Blasphemous Two, which uh, came out on PS4 and Xbox Xbox One uh, on the second of November, like a Metroidvania style game from the from the guys at Team Seventeen. We also have uh, a game which I've heard lots of critical acclaim for, which is called Robocop Vogue City, a first-person shooter for the PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Dead or alive, you're uh, coming with me. And yeah, I've heard very good things about it. I've apparently heard the original voice actor from the yeah, original Robocop's yeah. come back from that one. Yeah, 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 which really adds some authenticity to the to the game. And I've heard that people, I've heard, I've seen some very positive things for this yeah. game. So it's definitely one I'm actually going to add to my wish list. And yeah, it, it keep, keep, keep an eye on. Delayed, so I totally forgot it came out this month. Until yeah, it's all reviews come out for it. So I might pick it up around Christmas and stuff. It's still hmm. a relatively cheap budgetish game. It's made by um, Nacon. You know what I mean? Relatively cheap um, Eastern European studio, but it still seems really fun and stuff and yeah Peter Weller's doing the voice of it and you have your standard pistol that was the burst fire and all the, you got mm. all the targeting things and you get to fight Ed 209s and all that sort of stuff but the question is would you buy it for a dollar? Uh, yeah I'd I buy would. that for a dollar yeah sorry my brain went like, <laughs> like would you buy it for a dollar and then, then I remember the, the yeah the, the, the advert from the original movie is like yeah, oh yeah. yes yes yeah, yeah that, that original like... film is one of my favourite films of all time it's I could speak to about hours about how, how it's all thematics and uh, so on and so forth and yeah very mm. ahead of its time but yeah let's move on <laughs> no worries so on the 3rd of November there was a game that released which I didn't think would be would get that much of a hit with the with the um, sort of racing crowd but um, EA Sports uh, World Valley Championship for the WRC by Codemasters was released to the PC PS5 Xbox Series X and it's gone down quite well actually with, with racing fans with 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 people who want quite a realistic feel from their from that from their racing sims, it's quite a good rally rally game with all sorts of different you know different uh, generations of rally car driving you know diff, different uh, tracks and you know famous ones smaller ones. It just kind of gets a feel quite right, and the upgrade process feels quite authentic to what you expect from your rally. So that's one I thought of the highlight. But on that same day on the third, we had. Uh, Radiant Silver Gun, a shoot 'em up yeah. game for the PC, which I see you've been you've been yeah, quite a big just, fan it's more, of. More that it's just getting ported to because it's um, Radiant Silver Gun's a classic um, treasure shooter game from was it 1998. Yeah, I'm looking at it came out on the Sega Saturn. It got a 360 release in 2011, and then recently, back in last year, it got a Switch release. Now a PC release, so it's finally on just platforms where you can actually play it now yeah. uh, for a while. And being on the PC means it probably exists at least forever. So, yeah, if you're into your classic shmups of like Ikaruga, um, all the treasure classic treasure ones, this is a classic to have, and it'll probably run well because it's on PC. I can like make it run well. So yeah, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, yeah. if the PC port is good. If it's not, um, people fix it though. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's true. The modern community is quite quite strong there. Um, on the second as well, we had a game called WarriorWare Move It. The only reason why I've highlighted this is because it's a party game for Nintendo Switch, and they're always wacky, the WarriorWare games. So I feel like that would be quite a fun, silly one to play with your mates <laughs> if, you, if you want to pick that up. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll move on to the sixth. So the next sort of title that I think would probably gain traction with, with most audiences was Football Manager 2024. Again, not a game for me and Elliot particularly, but one that's coming out to a lot of platforms, PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, uh, iOS and Android. Uh, and sorry, I just yes. highlighted what we were going on there. Sorry, God. You did. Uh, the next day, on the seventh, we had a game released called Kill It With 5 VR for PS5, a first-person shooter game. 
And yeah, would you want to tell us a bit, bit about that? So we played Kill, it. Kill It With Fire is a game just about searching an um, apartment for spiders and you've got to kill it with fire. <laughs> um, imagine people right. who are arachnophobes would absolutely hate this game. Would does... they hate it? Would they love it? Because I'm, I'm, they are seeing spiders, spiders, but also jump, burning spiders. Yeah, but yeah. if they jump at you, you know what I mean? If you don't get them in time, oh. I imagine, yeah, the arachnophobia is... Again, it's not oh, the most boy. visually intense game in the world. It's very simple, like spiders, but you've seen people being scared of the Skyrim spiders and actually modifying them into Spider-Man with, like, eight limbs and stuff and whatnot in Skyrim. So, yeah, uh, or cows, modding the spiders into cows in Skyrim, so people are scared of them. Um, so, yeah, I imagine that could mess up arachnophobics um i will find one and test it out on it no i won't i won't be that harsh and test it out on the arachnophobic <laughs> person yeah just yeah so yeah that's um that's coming out this um this month on the 7th of november yeah yeah, cool. yeah has done uh the day after that we had risk of rain returns for pc and nintendo mm. switch and action robot roguelike from gearbox publishing uh on the ninth we have like a dragon like a dragon gaiden the man who erased his name for pc ps4 ps5 xbox one and xbox series x um so you have highlighted this one have you already played it what are your thoughts on this one we're breaking the law apart we're from breaking... unfortunately Sorry, I'm, I'm, yes I'm, I'm the, the voice actor impression there yeah <laughs> <laughs> apart um, from the singing though so i've not played this yet even though it's out and i have bought it um, because mm. I there's no physical copy we got released in UK, so I imported a physical copy from Japan, which comes with the English English subtitles, and it comes with a free English download dub. I won't be downloading that, of course. Um, um, so yeah, I've yet to play it. It will arrive some point next week from Japan, so I will be playing that very shortly. It does look really cool. Very so this cool. is KU, the original main character from the Yakuza games, getting his own little spin-off games that's set between Yakuza 6 and 7. So it's like, hey, what was he doing in this? And it turns out he was being a secret agent <laughs> which is really bizarre and funny and he's got two fighting styles so he's got his like classic fighting style of him like being a brawler and like smashing people's faces into walls and he's got one where it's this new secret agent style where he can summon little drones and stuff and it's, it seems really silly oh, oh can i just actually can i just sidetrack a little bit so yakuza 8 we've seen some gameplay for that and oh my god, it has one of the coolest mechanics I've ever seen in a game. So as oh, you know, yeah. Yakuza 7 was all, instead of being the beat-em-up, it was a turn-based RPG, wasn't it? Yeah. So they changed yeah. it. Because Kiyu's one of the main characters in Yakuza 8 in one of your part in your party. He plays like a turn-based RPG, but his special move turns the game into a brawler beat-em-up using his fighting combat, so you can change oh, the cool. game. I'm like, holy cow, that's so cool! Um, that is quite a literal game changer, yeah. It yeah, is, it is quite cool. literally a game changer. Um, and then also you can <laughs> fight a massive shark in Hawaii and Danny Trejo's in the game as well. And it's going to be like 120 hours. I'm sorry, right, distracted. That's the that's the Yakuza game coming out in January. So in a few months' time, we'll talk about that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now, released on the 10th of November, there's usually a game that usually you know, sweeps off the shelves and probably already hasn't done annoyingly well financially. But I'm just putting a warning message for you right here. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 has the worst rated campaign of all time so please 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 bear that in mind if if, if if you think you're picking this one up it's available for pc ps4 ps5 xbox one and xbox series x um but yes was the probably one of the worst campaigns ever and that's very high criticism considering you know a couple of games we've had such as vanguard and you know call of duty ghost being also widely known as like the worst campaigns to date this one is pretty bad it reuses maps from the second game it doesn't do anything with the story it's four hours long it's asking for full price the game download is 214 gigabytes for the whole thing it's it's 
Mm. Is I'm, not gonna rec- game I'm not going to recommend. I'm not going to recommend this game. And I'm just putting it like a, like a general warning. Yeah. Like if, if you're really into Call of Duty, I don't know. I don't know what else I can tell you, but like just I don't know. I, yeah, I would really wait wait get, on this I one. I want to do a 360 no scope and get the latest weed emblem for me. Uh, gun. But you can just you can just you can just do this on one more two, buddy. You don't need the you don't need the recent release. Oh, and there's so yeah. much around this about about people saying that pretty much it was a it was a DLC which was then converted into a game later and you can tell that to some extent that's true with the trophies and the fact that they had a bug day one which was like insert you know Modern Warfare 2 disc for this actually work and then they patched it out and it just kind of just has the makings of a very a, a very poor quality game but anyway moving on to the 14th we have a roguelike game called backpack hero for the nintendo switch and the and the pc oh. it's essentially it's a, it's a roguelike game but i think how it works is you upgrade your backpack over time to to, have, to carry more items and more effective items which take up more space i think is the idea i remember seeing like like a quick like demo of this thing and it did look quite cool to be honest um in, in terms of how how it how it plays, so it's probably one where I reckon it would be quite a cool cool one to at least consider have a look at as like a, as like a one of the indie titles of this 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 month that look pretty cool. Um, but anyway, on that same day, a, a larger game which is more of a um, it's more of a port than anything else is just Hogwarts Legacy is coming to Nintendo Switch. So that's your action RPG game uh, based in the Hogwarts um, in the Harry Potter universe. Yeah. Um, Have you seen what they've done to the Switch version to get around some issues? I'm imagining they downgraded the graphical yeah. fidelity quite a lot, considering how demanding that game is anyway. It's split into different hardware. areas, so like there's loading between like areas and stuff now. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Bless, bless them for that, because yeah, I can I can see how it'd be quite intensive yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of how 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 much space it need, how effectively it needs to load, and all that sort of good stuff. Um, so I'm going to move on a few days to the 16th of November, uh, where you have Assassin's Creed Nexus VR available to the Oxus Quest 2 and 3, an action RPG, uh, action adventure game from yeah Ubisoft, right there. And that exact same day, we have King of Fighters 13 Global Match for Nintendo Switch and PS4, and it's a fighting game. And I'm going to hand over to my fighting correspondent yeah. Elliot to fill us in more. Um, so King of Fighters 13, probably infamously. One of the nicest looking sprite based fighters and one of the last sprite based fighters ever. But then it's finally getting parts for Nintendo Switch and PS4. Unfortunately, SNK are still a very evil company and owned by very evil people. So I can't recommend buying it, but I thought I'd just make people aware who are interested in SNK stuff. Cool, cool. Uh, and then the next day, on the 17th of November, we have a couple of games here. We have Persona 5 Tactica for Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, the PC, PS4, PS5, uh, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, a tactical RPG game right there. We have Super Mario RPG for Nintendo Switch. And we also have Hero uh, Hero... Oh, God. Hero Hero... Hero... Damn it. No, why have you... Really, Elliot? A visual I, I, novel? Yeah, no, Are I, you just, sure? I highlighted that because I wanted you to say it. <laughs> That's the only reason I wanted to. It's actually a real game, I think. But yeah, I made I highlighted that. So it I it, it is a real game. So so here, 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 
Hehehebu. Yeah, that works. That 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 that. You're right there. You're not so, having a stroke. <laughs> no, I'm not having a stroke. But if you do like original novels, there's there's a good one for you. Recommended by Elliot. Purely. I'm not to recommending it. I just wanted sound. you to say it. Okay. No, right. no, no, no. I'll, you've highlighted it, so therefore I'm, you've I'm, recommended it. I'm so de- when it, de- so people at home, I'm yeah, de- highlighting de- 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 highlight it. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So, yeah, right, I can talk right. a little bit about Persona Five Tactics and Mario RPG. Um, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Let's move on. Um, so yeah, Mario RPG is, is a classic Super Nintendo game that they've re-released um, for the Switch with brand new visuals. I think you can change the original visuals at some point. I've not been able to do that yet. Um, doesn't seem like too much has changed. There's like an easy mode in it and so on and so forth. Very classic. Um, I never finished Mario RPG on, on the um um, Super Nintendo. I think I played like a little bit of it, so I'm, I'm looking forward to actually going through this. And then Persona Five Tactica, because you know Persona Five has become a obviously it's an RPG. It's become a fighting game. It's become a Musou game. It's become a dancing game. So we've gone. Hey, what's the next one we can do? Not racing yet. We'll wait for Persona Six dancing all um, racing all afternoon at some point. I'm sure. Um, but inside <laughs> we've got Persona Five Tactica. So this is a strategy RPG set in the Persona Five universe. So all your Persona characters, but in a strategy RPG sense. So I'm looking forward to playing that. I just got it yesterday, so it's just, it just I just got out of the cellophane wrap, and that's where I'm at with that game at the moment. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so we're going to move on a fair bit. There are lots of titles coming out this month, so um, so there might be a few that, that come through and really stand out, but I'm going to skip ahead, right ahead to the end of the month, to the 30th of November, where Biomutant will be posted to Nintendo Switch. And we're also, I'm not saying that, Elliot. No. By the way, I'm not saying that. Okay. Right, it's on my sheet. I've got just words. I, I can't even, I'm not even going to try, to be honest. I'll just explain for the listeners at home. So, again, when we go through this list, sometimes we get some very interestingly named games, no doubt from Japan. And I highlighted one here, which I'm going to try and say because Michael Ward is too scary. Hey. Um, yes, no, go on. Go on, Otagi. give it a go. If, 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 Okay, go on, go on. And I said, no, it's Otagi. Otagi Katsuke Madden no Bakaru Oracle Satoa no Sinai. Please tell. I imagine How does that it is feel? Um, yeah, I imagine you butchered this one. I'm probably but, uh, but, uh, uh Yeah. Apparently, it's from a studio called Good Feel. So, you know, good vibes and all that. G- good um, vibes. <laughs> right, Sorry, I keep distracting you on this. Keep going. Sorry. No, you're all right. You're all right. I mean, the rest of the things I have here aren't um, aren't too well. I mean, I mean, Stranger Things VR. We'll see how that works, but that's for Quest Two and Quest Three, and it's an action adventure game. We're apparently with some. Apparently, we're gonna put some horror in there. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I know the the TV series was pretty good for well, pretty good for like a very sort of spooky feel for some of the seasons, um, but I will say that. But I'll say that the next one is uh, Chirok 3, Shadow of Oblivion on the 30th of November as well, which looks like a first-person shooter for PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. So is this the um, is this the uh, follow-up to Chirok 2 that we've yeah, been waiting for so for a long time? Obviously the, uh, the, the part of the two classic N64, I think maybe the PC as well. Um, that's like N64 games a while ago for all the platforms. Uh, okay, yeah. And they, yeah. Found, they didn't do Turok 3. Turok 3 is not liked as much, but it was still, hey, people were like, where's Turok 3? And this Night Dive distributors went, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. So at the end of the month, you'll be able to play Turok 3. And then there's Turok Wars. And then I wonder if they'll ever part Turok Evolution. I know a lot of people didn't like that one. I have quite fond memories of it. And probably wrongly so, but playing the multiplayer, like one versus one um, on split screen, was very fun back in the day as a kid. 
I'm interested to see if they ever do that one because that game, I'm, I've, I looked at it a few years ago and I was like, visually it looks really poor. So yeah, um, but yeah, I think that's it more or less for the um, games of um, uh, of November. What's your one you're most looking forward to, Michael? Uh, let me look back through all of these ones. I mean, there's one game which hasn't been announced yet as a, t- as a TV announced called Asterix and Obelix Slap Them All. Um, <laughs> two. It's it, oh, it's two, so there's already one out. So it yeah. looks like a fighting game in the uh, French ca- uh, French comic strip uh, Asterix and Obelix sort of universe. If there is a, if anyone is keen on that. Um, I mean, I imagine it's a beat-em-up game. It's coming out for a few platforms, though, whenever it does, for the PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X platforms. Um, but aside from that, the games I'm looking forward to this month that should be good ones. Robocop? I think Robocop is probably the biggest the biggest one in terms of... Not in terms of, like, how, you know, the public... Um, you know, how many players will play it, but I think it's the, the best surprise of the month. In terms of mm. in terms of in terms of game, like because these are the guys that did the Terminator Resistance game, which was sort of a mixed bag, or if, if not slightly good in some ways. But I feel like they've really nailed it with this one, considering yeah. what I've what I've seen from uh, critic and public reviews of the game are very high and and, and very strong. Um, so I would probably say that's the that's the game of this month, and the game that I would also be adding to my wish list soon. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'd love to hear. And I'll, I probably won't get a chance to play this, that game for a while, so I'd love to hear your opinions on it, and then I'm sure I'll pick it up eventually. But yeah, um, mm. obviously Mario RPG, Yakuza games coming out. Well, not Yakuza, it's called Like a Dragon now. The man, uh, like, like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who raised his name. Uh, probably it's relatively short as well, like you can finish it in like 10 to 15 hours. So I'm, I'm, I mean, that'll be good to just get through a quick Yakuza game before we get one that's a mammoth 120 hour apparently game. So yeah, mm. very mm. good stuff. Um, um, again, and yeah, um, some interesting na- named games as well on this list, but we won't get into any more of that shenanigans. Um, but yeah, yes. thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you in December where we'll be talking about what happened during the Game Awards, and um, we'll probably give you our Christmas recommendation buyer's guide as well, so you can yeah, talk yeah. a little bit about well, obviously all the games you might want to get on cheap or on offer or cheap hardware. You know, what I mean, Michael's just got his new PC upgrade, so I'm sure he can make some recommendations on that front, but. I think that's it from us for now. Indeed it is. But we'll chat to you next time.